0: Hello, it is Tuesday, February 2nd, big show today. Huge show today. Hey, Fitz, magic is unbelievable. Terrell Davis stops by, Nate Burleson stops by, TJ Lang. The boys and I have a full conversation leading into Super Bowl 55. Yeah! <laughs> All right, let's have a hell of a Tuesday here. We appreciate you so much for choosing to listen. If you like this show, by the end of it, please be a friend, tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened, right?
1: That's exactly right. You could piss off.
0: Bingo. Like, we hope all is well. We hope you have a good one. But we understand that if you don't like your show, we probably don't like you either. That's right. So we're like two ships passing in the night, mm-hmm. with no radar on either. We don't even know we're there.
1: No. Just let, let them go by.
0: Two planes fly, flying by each other at different altitudes. That's right. Just fuck. Hey, don't worry about it. See you later. Mm-hmm. A lot of other options out there. See you. See ya. Nice knowing you. Just don't tell anybody about it. You know? yeah. We won't tell anybody about you. You don't tell anybody about us. But if you like the show, tell people. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to it. Let's get into Super Bowl Tuesday, shall we? Mm-hmm. We have big guests today. Terrell Davis, Mile mm-hmm. High Salute. Ever heard of him? He'll be joining us in about 21 minutes or so. He uh, he has a company, uh, Defy. Uh, De- De- Defy CBD Energy Drinks, I believe is what they were originally. Mm-hmm. But if I'm reading my thing right, I don't want to make an announcement for him. I believe they have some alkaline, awesome water mm-hmm. dropping Ooh. maybe this week. Yeah, Let's go. I, I cannot wait to chat with Terrell. He always gives us an incredible conversation. Uh, I'm excited to hear his thoughts on everything happening in the NFL world, including the quarterback controversies happening, where who's going where and everything like that. I have more sources with the Matthew Stafford situation. Oh, really? Oh. I've talked to somebody who was in Cabo at the same time as everybody, Really said that it was an interesting situation looking from afar, but closer than everybody else. Hmm. I guess there was a lot of conversations. Whenever you see the Panthers, the Washington football team, the Colts involved – uh, everybody And obviously everybody else being over The Rams involved I assume that that was a pretty entertaining thing And you got McVeigh and Stafford and Cabo I assume there's other people off in different areas mm-hmm. Of the world And they're all doing this either via Zoom or FaceTimes Or calls like that I've heard it was awesome down there watching all who's going. It was like a horse race. Almost Ian Rappaport actually called it yesterday a Derby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just like that. That is something I wish we could have potentially had cameras on to kind of see who's going where. Cause what that's one exit of one zoom call right into another zoom call mm-hmm. there's a lobby potentially it's like all right now we're going to jump into the um los angeles rams lobby okay what are you thinking you're thinking that okay we will uh mute here and turn off camera mm-hmm. we will facetime now how do we feel It's this kind of bullshit uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's tell them we're going back hey we're going back to the colts all right we're gonna go over here to the colts excuse me we're gonna exit this uh zoom call go to the colts zoom call what do you offer Ooh! wow oh Oh, hold on one second. Let's mute that. Let's go ahead and turn camera off. FaceTime again. Me, me McVeigh and Les. How do we feel about this? This is pretty good, hey. huh? Yeah, not good enough. Let's go back to the fucking Rams. We think we got I'm sorry. The Lions are like, not good enough. Let's go back to the fucking Rams. Think we can get them. Boom. Leave that Zoom call. Hey, this is what the Colts just offered. This is what the Panthers just offered. What do you got? Fuck it. Take off. Two first and a third. <laughs> Bingo. You got Matt Stafford. Congratulations. Hey. Is this tampering at all? What's that? Is this tampering at all, being a cavalry together? No, because I think it was very publicly known that he was available, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I think it was very known he was publicly available. But it is interesting that uh, <laughs> the head coach to- and the quarterback <laughs> did end up in the same mm-hmm. Uh, city in Mexico. Huh. Yeah. I wonder if they're at the same resort. I'm not sure of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody knows that. I asked Ian Rapport yesterday, kind of like in a slide question. You know, mm-hmm. like, hey, Don and Cobb, are they doing? He didn't really tell us whether or not they're at the same resort. Intrigued by it all, yeah. but the Rams got their quarterback now. What's up? Now where's Deshaun Watson going to end mm. up? Is he going to be a Texan? We don't want to trade the player. Is he going to go to the Carolina Panthers potentially, Whoa. who are not sold on Teddy Bridgewater and mm. did make a play for Matthew Stafford? Maybe he goes huh? in the division to the Colts. Wow, that'd be Ooh, wild. Wow, we'll talk to. TD, about all that and everything else happening in the NFL world. Nate Burleson, Nickelodeon Nate, will be joining yeah. us. Yeah! Good Morning Football. Obviously, every single morning you see him with great hats on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, incredible analysis. He was also the color commentator for the Nickelodeon game mm-hmm. that we all watched and enjoyed, obviously. He's also a rapper. I mm-hmm. believe he's oh, an actor yeah. as well. New Balance. Uh, he'll be, what's that? That's his rapper name, New Balance. Really? Yes, yeah. NB. Be, Nate Burleson, New Balance. Hell yeah, it's a new wave. Hell yeah, what he has to say. Mm-hmm. And Nate Burleson doesn't have to cuss to sell records. No. wow no, yeah, it's S- like that. Skillful. A, that's like, why he's well, on yeah. Nickelodeon. Crushing it. Can't wait to chat with him uh, about you know everything going on in the NFL. The Nickelodeon game. Was he told that maybe we'd get an adult game? You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Yeah. That's a oh. kid's game. Maybe mm-hmm. oh. could be because they killed it. So I'm, I'm like, give a big thanks. Like, hey, think, since you guys killed it as a Nickelodeon game, maybe that opens up some other opportunities sure. for other styles of games to be commentated. Maybe NFL Films, the 33rd NFL owner would be like, you know what? This worked out well. Why don't we go ahead and give this a try? Let's go ahead and do that. And I would hope to be a part of that broadcast if that ever happens. Mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah, that'd absolutely. be fantastic. Can't wait to talk to Nate. Nate's always a good conversation. And we'll have um, at the end of the serious show. And this is the only time we can book it, but it will carry over into YouTube.com forward slash The Pat McAfee Show alongside AJ Hawk and I and the boys, uh, Ryan Fitzmagic. Come on. Seems like you guys are much more excited for one of them. (laughs) What's that all about? No, I love the other two. No, show. no, did not hear oh. a... The, the ones that are always oh,
2: post-serious, no. always, you know, they get on a tangent. They're real fun. You never know what's going to happen.
0: There yeah. will not be a tangent, I do not believe, because we do have hard outs with all of these guests. Uh, Welcome to okay. Super Bowl week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Super Bowl huh. week, the, people got shit to sell. Mm-hmm. You see it everywhere. You won't see it as much now uh, because in person Radio Row has been killed, but you're seeing it everywhere. Guys just have a product right behind them that they've potentially never used before. But Mm -hmm. hey, you do an interview, you plug our stuff, Mm -hmm. we all kind of win here. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and make this thing happen. That's what Super Bowl is. That is literally what the Super Bowl is. We're getting a chance to talk to, you know, a lot of people this week. We're excited about it. They will all be selling something, though. Yeah, the okay. thing I do love about TD is he owns the company that he's mm-hmm. selling. That's right. So, I like. hey, I like that move a lot. Nate, <laughs> <Small laughs> Crown Royal, got to do what you got to do. Let's mm-hmm. see, I might enjoy Crown Royal. Love
1: booze, you know, like you, Crown Royal. Hey, you, good, yeah. Yeah. yeah Booze so heads in
0: out. the office. Good bags. Booze bags do <laughs> love Crown Royal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. And then Fitz Magic, what he's selling is... Right. I mean, it's main event bowling. Yeah, whole whoa, bowl. yeah, bowling company. That's a strike. Main event set. That, that is a strike. <laughs> it's
3: like an adult. That's a turkey. <laughs> like an adult Chuck E. Cheese. What's that, pal? It's like an adult
0: Chuckie Cheese. Dave oh, and Buster's. They got video games and stuff.
3: Yeah, they got video games. They got laser tag. It's a an arcade, Ooh. and they got a bar.
0: People still got laser tag, by the way. Yeah. Laser tag's awesome. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, I don't play video games, but I do believe what you guys um, call a, a person that just parks it. Just oh, yeah, campers, camper, camps it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was me and laser tag. By the way, really, <laughs> I'm going in there. Corner. I'm <laughs> going in there and I am scoping out. We had one in Pittsburgh that was relatively dope, like a full on thing. But there was a couple little spots if you found up in the second floor, uh, crow's nest, where you could just kind of sit up there mm-hmm. and just win MVP of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm gonna protect this yeah. over here area, and you just start sniping people. Then hey, you move. get killed inevitably, and you got to run all the way back down mm-hmm. and then hope nobody took it, but. I was what you call camper in there. Main event has – that's not what we're selling, by the way. We're selling bowling. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, okay. super bowling. Uh, we're oh, selling. sure. Oh, we're, sure. Bowling. we're selling super bowling. Mm-hmm. Okay, not the super bowl. We're talking about super bowling. Okay. okay got to do what you got to do. By the way, I never put my thumb in. I only put the fingers in. I would I would assume that – you know what I mean? More rotation, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I got – a
1: little English on it. Then yeah. I checked the watch, by the way. Yeah, yeah of course.
0: I got about four ticks over. And then roll that thing straight, check the watch, how you doing, strike, 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 how you doing, keep moving. do wonder how the bowling business is doing amidst the COVID
2: situation. Well, actually,
0: there was a bowling alley back in Pittsburgh, uh, back in Plum Borough, actually a staple of our community. It's very close to our high school. It's literally right down the hill from our high school. Uh, It's called Nesbitt's Lanes. And I have bowled there I've hung out there, maybe played cards there, mm. <laughs> maybe.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> parked in their parking lot. Whenever I didn't have a parking spot at the high school, it was like a lifesaver. Oh, okay. Whenever you're driving around, there's no other spots that you could potentially steal. It used to go in there. So that place is, It's just, I guess the bowling lanes... Nesbitt's Lanes, which has always had a lot of people that used to go bowl through there. I do believe quarantine has hit a little bit. There was an article, a GoFundMe up there. Okay. I donated to uh, Nesbitt's Lanes because Nesbitt's Lanes has donated to my life. Mm-hmm. So it, it's something like that. It was another small business. I would assume, though, bowling is potentially running into a little bit of a tough spot at the time. Shout out to Nesbitt's Lanes. Can't wait to get back there. And uh, throw a couple of turkeys. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> A I mean? couple know. turkeys. Go over a concession stand. Great food at bowling alleys. Great. Oh, yeah. Love bowling. Quarter dogs. I enjoy bowling, too, by the way.
2: Well, the Oculus, I mean, that's another one that they should just take over.
0: Why aren't we bowling? It's like the Wii game oh, had bowling, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Why aren't we bowling yet on there?
2: There are
5: bowling games.
0: Really? really? We are bowling. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so they are bowling. Congratulations to Oculus doing that. Uh, can't wait to talk to those guests. And also you, One eight 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 888 Dog 6 we have new bumpers coming out of the yes. break, by the Ooh. way. Yep. We'll like those to be judged on Twitter. Use hashtag PMS bumpers <laughs> and tweet me and let me know what you think of a bumper. By the way, <laughs> this is what a bumper is for those that don't know. Coming out of the break, whenever you hear like a re-intro, you hear this one a lot, right? This is the Pat McAfee Show on Mad Dog. No, nope, you don't hear that one. This one is the one you hear a lot.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do not talk about it. Do not, not talk. talk about Pat McAfee. One fight at a of time, fellas.
0: <laughs> you yeah. hear that? Pat McAfee show. That's right. Okay, so you hear that one a lot. Boom, boom. And I, um. Jeez. I, <laughs> <laughs> I asked them, because we only have a couple of them. I asked Sirius to make a couple more. And they came back with a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we're trying them out today. We'll see how they go. If you'd like to be a judge, a la uh, America's Got Talent, American Idol. X Factor, oh. The Voice, any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Use hashtag PMS bumpers. Best review and uh, suggestion. Probably win some merch. Oh, wow! Okay. Okay, so. here we go. Yeah. And by the way, just a little, just a little tease.
3: It's the show recommended by zero out of five old white guys.
0: <laughs> I mean, they did it. Wow. I am pretty pumped up about what Sirius did. Very thankful for that. Um, the boys are here at Tone Diggs. What are we gambling on? Hey, what are we gambling on this weekend? How you feeling? Heads or tails? Ooh. I'm thinking I'm going to make like a uh, $25,000, $30,000 bet on the coin toss because we will still be live on Sunday while the coin toss happens. Ah. And I think that's something that we should potentially get a natural reaction or maybe like a, a bonus for... You know, all of you guys. Hmm. Like if uh, oh. the winnings will become one of the bonuses, oh. you know. Oh. So, so we all have something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all have something skin on in the game. Skin in the game. The yeah. flip of a goddamn coin, mm-hmm. which is, by the way, available at FanDuel. You can gamble on. I think there's seven thousand different bets on the Super yes. Bowl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You will enjoy them all, and we will make money off of all of them. At Tone Diggs, what are you looking ahead to as a as basically a lock for the weekend?
3: Normally, my favorite bet is the over under of the national anthem.
0: Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Have oh. we done research?
3: I get to do a lot of research. It's tough this year. It's very, very tough because it's a duet. Ooh. So I'm I'm slowly studying tape on both of them, Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan. Mm. It, but it's hard. The one that I believe is a lock that you told us about years ago is the opening kickoff not to be a touchback because it's a terrible football.
0: Brand new football. Things plastic, basically. Mm-hmm. Just came out of the case.
4: Mm.
0: <laughs> can't, can't kick it. Harrison Bucker, by the way, though. He can kick it. dude has got a (laughs) big-ass leg. Now, the touchback for opening kickoff, because of the numbers and trends and everything that I've said, the odds for a touchback on a pretty good. Mm -hmm. Harrison Bucker is a guy I think that could potentially get that brick to move far enough. But the returner for Tampa Bay, Mickens' last game in the NFC Championship, had a massive game. I would assume there is some potential returns being drawn up, even if it's four or five yards deep. How you doing? Let's keep it moving.
3: Uh, So I was doing that, and then I was doing a little bit of research on the opening kickoff, uh, Bruce Arians took the ball in week sixteen and seventeen. Um, and
0: Patrick Mahomes, I assume they defer.
3: Probably defer. So it's most likely Bunker going to be the Chiefs off. kicking
0: off. So not a bad bet to potentially okay.
3: go against the yes, or go take it and say no. Yes, it will be a touchback. There it is. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yes, yes. yes. let's go! Hey, it. Baby. On, on.
0: Touchback. On. It's that oh. New oh. cowboy hat. The yes nos are always. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's two different ways to go there with yes and no. (laughs)
3: But the no, it was not a touchback, is on a 17 and two run.
0: Yes. It's very hard to do. And I would assume those two, by the way, were potential like drop squib. I don't, Mm -hmm. unless somebody came that I have not and just blast, it's very hard to do because the ball is literally, I mean, it is rock hard because as soon as that ball is returned, that ball is given to somebody. That ball was immediately put into a box. And that ball is sent to the Hall of Fame in Canton. Yeah. Immediately. Like, hey, here you go. This ball's going. They want that thing to look as good as possible as the the game that ball that was kicked off. What's up, Diggs? Currently,
3: right now, if you think it's going to be a touchback, it's minus three ten. No is plus
0: two thirty. thirty. Mmm, juicy. So they know Bucker's getting the ball. Now they're judging Bucker. But yeah, no is the bet to go with there because Correct. seventeen it's, and two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What well, that seems wrong, by the way. We need to take advantage of that. Yeah. Now. <laughs> that might change. Yeah, it, might that it, years, plus 230. it seems like that is something we should potentially talk about. Because in this particular field, I think I'm one of the only sharps. Correct. Because, I mean, I did kick off a Super Bowl. We lost that Super Bowl. But I kicked it off. That's right. Mm-hmm. If I don't kick that off, we don't lose the Super Bowl. Something to think about.
3: Mm, the value is on the now.
0: Yeah, we should definitely go there. At Boston Connors here. Ty Schmidt is here. Zito is here as well. Massive news coming out of the internet world, by the way. NCAA. Oh, yeah, that's right. 2K21, I guess. Or 22. Yeah, Yeah, that's 22. EA's coming back with it. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Okay, so there's been a firestorm on the internet for this game. I think it's grown louder here as of late because the people that played it are now in positions to kind of dictate decisions that are happening. Because this game, I was very lucky to be in this game, Mm -hmm. okay? And it did not necessarily paint me and depict me in the greatest image, but it was an honor to be inside the NCAA game. Now, granted, business-wise... And as I've gotten older, incredibly fucked up just to be doing that, profiting off of that. It seemed like everybody was making money, schools, coaches. Everybody was making money except for the players, And which can happen in college football because they're getting a scholarship. So you can kind of say, like, okay, we are giving them something for their time and effort. But whenever the NCAA folks started making billions. Of dollars and it seemed like coaches were making money and other people were making money and there was cover athletes Mm -hmm. and everything like that. That became obviously a big ordeal and it wasn't because of the NCAA football game per se, it was actually Ed O'Bannon Yeah, Mm who was a basketball player. Right, at UCLA. He is the one that kind of led the charge and being like, hey, you can't just have these video games that are making massive amounts of profit for a lot of people except for the players while using the actual players. Now, you don't put the names on the back, but it's the jersey number. It is the player. It is every – that – hey, that pudgy kicker wearing number 40 who's got a big leg uh, but you don't know where it's going – in the game Mm -hmm. that that is actually that is me i know it's me (laughs) and and i i don't think by the way uh at the time i didn't think like hey pay me because all my friends played the game and whenever i was in the game it was like a pretty cool thing but then as you get older you start looking back and you go that's fucked up business-wise to be doing that just like everybody's kind of doing college football now uh but i believe the name image likeness uh law that was put into. play, I believe, or is getting put into play. I'm not sure when it starts or how it starts or how this whole thing is going to go. I do remember Anthony Gonzalez, a uh, former teammate of mine. He was one of the, the big pushers mm-hmm. for it because he was at the Ohio State mm-hmm. University. And I think this game coming back is obviously – goes hand in hand with the name image and likeness thing happening which I'm a fan of I don't know how you're going to pay every single athlete that plays I, you're not going to be able to do that my answer has always been you can't if they can go sign autographs and make money though let them do it and by the way if that's a fake ass autograph signing for 20 minutes and some company wants to uh, pay Pat White to do that yeah, after he's built this entire campus basically he should be allowed to do that the NCAA and colleges and bash like no 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 we're, we're not making money remember this is not a profitable operation I was like well you just built a 200 million building over there and a $300 million thing over here. Mm. So not profitable is an interesting way whenever you're kind of spending money out or whatever. But this name image like this, I think it was a great first step. And now that EA Sports is going to come back and make this, I would assume they're going to have to pay the players. I would assume the players are going to get a paycheck. This is what happens at the NFL level uh, whenever you're talking about Madden. And the way that goes is Madden made a deal with, by the way, people are not happy about Madden. Okay. Still,
2: Mm. fix the game.
0: Fix it. NCAA coming out, by the way, might. Madden, it's. Hey, EA, I hope you know, and you do know, there's going to be a lot of expectations on this game and the quality of it, especially what's been going on with Madden, everything like that. But with Madden, they have a deal with the NFLPA. So the NFLPA at their end of year. Yearly, like meeting with teams. You know, the NFLPA sends representatives and they go through things and they play this propaganda video at the beginning of it of how important the NFLPA is. And they talk about the NFL when it was a much different time uh, when guys were working in mills and uh, whenever, you know, there was rats potentially in the locker room and everything like that and what the NFLPA has accomplished and all that. And I believe there has been some incredible things that the NFLPA has accomplished in its entire existence, but there's a lot of things I have a lot of questions about. Yeah. Uh, but you don't actually get to ask those questions in those meetings because in those meetings they go hey we got your madden checks also at the end of this meeting you will get your madden checks which i think was ten thousand dollars it might have went up a little bit but everybody got the same exact amount of money uh and they would always do it at those meetings whenever they would ask if anybody had any questions about how anything's going oh by the way got your madden checks uh hey hey do you have any questions about anything you know any decisions that are being made maybe your performance uh, bonuses getting delayed, deferred two years down the road. so right now because some people thought that was a good idea. You have any, you have you have any questions about anything of that? Uh, maybe giving away your rights to sell T-shirts where you make fifty cents off a brand that you created. Uh, we we are very lucky and thankful that we could give away those rights for you. If you have any questions about if you have any questions about any uh, you know maybe a couple guys that work here getting paid a lot more money uh, than a lot of the players that are in the league. If you have any questions about uh, you know basically telling the world that you're gonna you're ready to go to war with the people you're about to negotiate with instead of being like hey in negotiation you have to be partners so maybe we shouldn't try to go to war with the nfl before we're going to negotiate with them i know they are shrewd incredibly shrewd business people are going to try to fuck you over at every turn but i don't think that's the proper way to go into negotiation is by telling everybody you're ready to go to war because i would assume that potentially sets a climate that could be a little bit toxic to Mm -hmm, negotiations mm -hmm. and then a lockout happens and then everything else if you have any questions about that that uh cool but we got your madden checks right at the end Ah, (laughs) and that's how all those meetings happen and then you walk out with ten thousand dollar checks guys had uh probably a workout in the morning special teams meeting team meeting breakfast individual meeting uh lunch practice individual meeting then that meeting you know we got your checks so it was always an interesting Mm -hmm. game that the nflpa played and i the nflpa has done a lot of good things okay I understand. I see the propaganda video every fucking year. I understand you guys (laughs) did a lot or whatever. I have a lot more questions, I think, than there was answers or times to be had. So I stopped going, Mm -hmm. okay? And then uh, I just stopped going to the meetings because I was like, all right, I'm done with this. And I assume a lot has changed since then. But that sort of thing is probably what's going to have to happen with all these college teams. If there's 130 teams, by the way, okay, and you start doing some quick math, let's say it's uh, starters and backups, at every position so that's 11 on offense 11 on defense that's 22 uh, then double that for the starters and backups that's 44 uh, then you do times 130 and you get 6,000 okay mm-hmm. then you times 6,000 times let's say it would be a $5,000 check for everybody that is on every single team as a starter and backup that'd be $30 million uh, back in the day it was projected that these games made $80 million a year let alone after having at least a 10 year off time mm-hmm. i assume it's going to make a lot more than that this year i wonder if they are just go ahead and putting that in as the charge uh we're just going to account for this as being one of the uh basically fees now this is this is one of the l in the p and l process mm-hmm. of this entire thing a loss uh and just count that as 30 million that feels like that's the way they're doing it and by the way i like if that's how it's working
1: that's how they'd have to do it right because there's there's absolutely no way that you can like fairly and and you, there's no way you can fairly give that money out uh, amongst all those guys like there's no way everyone's gonna be happy so if this is what I, I still don't think they're gonna ultimately make this I feel like they've been doing this a bunch the last couple of years but step in the right direction I hope they do
0: Nick just sent a text that said for now EA sports Nick where'd you get this from?
1: uh let's
6: see specifically i'll be honest i don't know there's a lot of stuff floating around there on twitter but uh for now ea sports is planning to move forward without rosters that include the names yeah the yeah images,
0: yeah yeah who was it though do we know who it was is this legit is what yeah, i'm it's saying legit. okay ea sports is planning to move forward without rosters that include the names images or likenesses okay so they literally just said no we're not doing a name in like this thing wow of real college players. Current NCAA rules prohibit athletes from selling their name, image, likeness rights while in college. However, those rules are likely to be changed at some point in the coming year, either by the NCAA state legislatures or Congress. It's not yet clear if the evolving rules will allow for the kind of group licensing arrangement that would be needed for EA Sports. It, that's what they're planning on. That's exactly what i are going to top 25 teams something like that? No, because no, you won't be able to do that either because you can't pay any of those players no. as well. Nope. So they, they are preparing. This is them preparing for this thing changing and them being able to get a group licensing. Yeah. Because if you can't play with the players that people think are in there, what are you even selling? Just the fact that Alabama has a bunch of random stooges running yeah, around? Exactly. That, that they're planning on the name image like this thing being able to be had and being able to do something that we just laid out And there.
2: Zito sent something interesting into the thread right now. The big thing that people are taking away from everything that's coming about this press release, not one mention of the NCAA. Straight up college football.
0: Yeah, that will be very interesting because if the group licensing will not be with the NCAA; it would be with the players, right? Because the NFL and the NFLPA are two different groups, right? Whenever negotiating, NFLPA does a lot of negotiating for players hmm. on things. It's crazy. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I got tested eight times a month for 27 months. (laughs) Good God. Okay. in that substance of abuse program. All right. It was, I read the goddamn thing. It's supposed to lighten off. If you don't make any mistakes, I never made any mistakes except for questioning the doctor who's in charge of the program, what his doctorship was.
4: (laughs) That was the only thing
0: I did wrong. And that was at the very beginning of this whole thing. I did that. So I kind of got punished, I think, for 27 months or whatever. Yeah. I reached out to the NFLPA, by the way, and I was like, hey, is there any way you guys can help me with this whole thing? I got a text like three months later. You good? <laughs> <laughs> you only got two months left now. I'm not good. And I'm three minutes late for Terrell Davis. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we have to get to a break. I'd assume that's what they're banking on, though. Yeah, is a has to be. Uh, we can get him. Is Terrell on? I can get them on right now. You want to keep going? We're having, yeah, yeah, we're having a call ball them. right now. Yeah, let's call them right now. The um, the um, They they have to be planning for that.
2: Yeah, because once that gets checked off, then it's kind of like, okay, now this is a much easier situation we can work more-
0: Well, they're going to have to negotiate with the NCAA too, right? Yeah. Because if the all these schools are part of the NCAA, the NCAA is going to have to give the okay for them to utilize. How about yeah. these players step down so they're not going to play anymore? Well, it would be interesting if the players – Take a stand and say like five thousand is enough, six thousand is enough. Yeah. What are they going to do? This would be a a massive press release for nothing, really. At the end, yeah. of the day. if they didn't want like say ten grand,
2: then we'll be be talking about maybe just the Power Five, just the Power Five teams in there, and then like all right, screw Illinois State, sorry Z, and oh, all those type whoa, of Robert's. schools, and let's just go with the guys that people want to play with.
0: Which, by the way, in my eyes, would be a smart business plan. Yeah, yeah. but. What about whenever you want to go take a small team on a run? Yeah, correct? that's yeah, not college football. Yeah. What about the fun. University of Cincinnati? You're going to well, yeah. leave them yeah. off of there? Not sure. everyone oh, now the you're Mac. the college football oh, player. Oh, How dare you, Jim? Not everybody wants oh, to play. With oh, wow. You you the only one? Not me. Not me. Not now. Not ever.
3: Front running piece of shit.
0: Joining us now. Is a man that you've seen play for your favorite team no matter where you are <laughs> in the United States of America. A guy who is beloved by all football fans. He has the mind of a Harvard man, but the heart of a plumber. He will run himself into a fan if that means his team will win. Here on behalf of main event, mm-hmm. an incredible family fun center, Ryan Fitzpatrick. yeah! yeah! Hey, you're halfway in, halfway out. Here we go. Yep, um, it's a Harvard man, right there. Your hair looks amazing. Uh, what? What did you do? This is a blow dry, hair dry situation to the beard and the hair. You look fantastic.
6: Thank you. Uh, I also. Oh. I've got to brush the chest hair now, too. But uh, this is the natural hair right here. I'm about to go to Empire Barbershop, get my hair chopped off. But uh, the beard will stay for sure.
0: Okay. Uh, let's talk about main event. There's a big deal going on on Sunday. There's Super Bowling event going on over there, if you want to talk about it a little bit.
6: Oh, there's Super Bowling, baby. And you <laughs> see this bowling ball in the background. So they, they sent me this. Uh, oh. Oh, that's a 20-pounder. Pounder. Yeah, that's an A.J. ball there. Uh, <laughs> I don't, my camera's all messed up. Let's see. Ooh.
0: Oh! <laughs> hey, you wow. get the, hey, you get the right oil patterns with that, Ryan? I mean, we're talking 280-plus, yeah. 300, turkey after turkey after turkey. We got a
6: real chance. We got a real chance. But So, main event's doing a deal on Sunday, uh, their Super Bowling event. $5.55 for Super Bowl 55, Oh, uh, an hour uh, per player, and it's going to be great. I mean, it's one of the only places where I could bring my family where people don't look at as funny because there's plenty of space and plenty of stuff to do. But good drinks, good food, and should be a good time for all.
0: I've learned there's some laser tagging in most main events. Whenever you go in there, find a perch and snipe people all day. I can't wait for the Super Bowling (laughs) event on Sunday. Ryan, thank you for joining us. Can we talk about the year that was down there in Miami?
6: Let's talk about it. What do you need to know? (laughs) All
0: right. (laughs) you became a relief quarterback that we've never had in the NFL before. What a situation to come off of the bench cold, hey, need it, got to have it, get your ass in there and go do it. It's like Mariano Rivera coming out of the outfield this entire thing. What was your mindset this year while that was happening? And is your body at this point just always warm and ready to go in critical situations?
6: Oh, it's always loose, baby. (laughs) Uh, You know, one of of the things, and and I I literally have been – when you know i've been backup i've been starter but i do the way that i practice is i never really warm up and that way i'm kind of always ready and so you think about it and for you i know the you know kickers and punters are always over there banging balls on the sideline but Uh i literally am just standing there as the backup it's a cardinal sin if you're the backup to start warming up on the sideline if your number hasn't been called and so you're literally standing around for two and a half hours, and then coach is like, "Hey, go in there and win the game for us." Um, and I, it, you know, it's a role that I accepted this year. I'm happy to be out there on the field playing. And uh, but that the ending of the Las Vegas game this year was was pretty crazy, but it was a lot of
2: fun. I'd say. Have you ever been in a game as the starter and you see someone, a quarterback like your backup, warming up, and you know they didn't tell him to warm up? Like, what do you do? You throw your helmet at him? that?
6: Yeah, there's there's a conversation that has to be had at that point. Because, uh, you know, and, and it's it's something I try to teach guys as they come into the league, too. You know, we had a, a younger guy, Reed net this year, great dude. Uh, and I just, you know, on the sideline we're standing there, I said, look, this is something that you never do. You never sit here and warm up because, you know, inevitably the backup quarterback is the most popular man in the city. And unless, you know, you're behind an Aaron Rodgers or a Patrick Mahomes, uh, they're always, you know, coming for the head of the starter. And the backup's always the most popular guy until he has to play and they figure out why he's the backup.
0: (laughs) So then as soon as you start warming up, obviously the whole city's like, here we go, we got a shot. And you're immediately dumping on the starter at that point.
6: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's not a good look for anybody.
0: Let's talk about your relationship with, uh, obviously, Tua. There's been some really cool mic'd up moments that have come from this season. And I think it was, I think it was Denver maybe, or you were talking to Tua basically about how, like, hey, some, some games... Like, it's not going to look as open. Like, one, two, got to let that thing go. Was it just a year full of that type of thing? You two were always right next to each other because it was a very interesting situation, obviously, with how it all played out, the whole thing. But there was a lot of moments, I think, from mic'd up and maybe even on camera that, like, how was that relationship alongside of him? And was it just a year of him trying to be a sponge? And how did you have to handle that, knowing that it's not your job to coach somebody, but you have to be a good teammate as well?
6: Yeah, I mean, I... I've had so many people that have been great to me that I definitely want to pay it forward. And, and I definitely embrace and take pride in, you know, the guys that I'm trying to teach, whether I'm behind them or I'm, uh, you know, playing and trying to show them the way. But Tua was a guy that was willing. I think that's the first thing and his guys have to be willing to ask questions and willing to learn. And he did a good job with all that um you know it's hard to come in and play quarterback in this league especially as a rookie and he came in and did a great job but tons of great questions you know i've i've learned so much in my career and still every year i'm trying to figure it out but uh it was it was a great year of experience for him and look forward to big things in the future for him
2: hey what about your head coach down there brian flores like he can't he comes from a long time in new england but then you hear like he has this stoic face, and but I saw he was going after another team. You guys had a little scuffle, and Flores is out there trying to fight people. I know Ruff. players like to rally around it. He seems like he has a good mix of like that that patriot type demeanor, but he also isn't scared to show his personality.
6: Yeah, and I think you know last year was a big learning experience for him, being a first time head coach and trying to figure out who he was as the coach, and you know it wasn't easy everybody was talking about the tank job and we were sitting at 0 and 7, but there was a distinct change for him about halfway through the year. And he really just decided to to be himself and him just embrace, you know, his own personality and, and have us as players kind of play like that, play like he coached and, you know, he did a great job. and, And this year, You know, I think in a challenging year for everybody with COVID and everything else that was going on, he really showed great leadership qualities. And to take a team that locks by, I don't know what it was, 100-plus points in the first two games, the first two games he ever coached as a head coach, and to go 10-6 and this last year, he's doing a great job and has the Dolphins on the right track.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. You got Fitzmagic on the goddamn roster. It's going to be mm-hmm. tough to lose games. Tough yeah. yeah. to tank when you got the magic man at under center. Hey, um, I'm reading a stat here. <laughs> started, it's true. We've said that. I don't know if you've heard that, by the way. that is yeah. That was our entire take on the tank season was – They're not trying hard enough to tank. You wouldn't have Ryan Fitzmagic a quarterback. That's that's just not the guy that does it. But I'm reading a stat here. Started for eight teams, which is the most in NFL history as a quarterback, obviously, in your 16-year career, and you're a free agent. Where's the mindset at right now? There's some teams. This quarterback market is insane. You're a free agent. You've played great football. uh, Still 16 years into this thing. The beard looks like it's in phenomenal shape. The hair seems to only be getting better and better. Uh, Where's your mindset at? What are you thinking right now?
6: Well, this this offseason, uh, and we already saw it with Goff and Stafford obviously. Who knows what's going to happen with Deshaun? Uh, there's rumors everywhere in the quarterback market, but there's a lot of teams that are looking, you know, for a new quarterback or quarterbacks. So, um, you know, for me personally, I have to take every offseason now and just reassess and I know uh, you know, these last two years have really you know, relit that fire under me and I still want to play and I enjoy being out there playing. So uh, things are a little bit more complicated for me now with my oldest going into high school and uh, six little ones trailing behind him. So, you know, there's a lot of thought that has to go into this thing, but uh, I still love playing the game.
0: We have to go back and AJ, I apologize here. I have to ask about this. Um, Whenever it was announced, I would assume it didn't, the rollout of the announcement of Tua being the starter did not go how anybody planned it to go, I would assume. And now I'm not, in the conversations then but kind of the days that followed or the day that followed after two was announced as a starter and with what you just said about relighting like the fire in you to play is that why it was that that we saw that Zoom press conference where you were like back really that team by the way you were on know, what a four game win streak mm-hmm. i think at that point it seemed like the team was rolling and then the announcement was made and i don't know if they had planned for the bye week or not but that press conference of you we were hey we were sad. We, you were one of the most beloved players of all time. In that press conference after two was announced to start, we were like bummed out for you. Now, granted, you took it as a professional and moved forward, but is that why it was that day was so difficult? Because of how much you were like you were, you felt like you were all the way back again, like the love and everything. Yeah,
6: I mean, a, a lot of it was just you know how much you put into it and invest, and you know, for me, even the season before and the adversity and all the hardships we went through. Uh, you know, it just, it just hurt. And one of the great things being an older player and established player is you now get to say whatever you want, and however <laughs> you feel, you know, you don't have to do the veiled BS and the company lines. And, um, you know, that's something that's, that's refreshing is just being able to kind of speak my mind and, and tell it how it is and put my emotions out there. And, and that's how I was feeling that day. And I don't know if that's what they wanted me to say or not, but That's what I wanted to say because that's how I felt, and you know I think it came across as genuine.
2: Let's go! Yeah, Yeah. we're sad though. We were bummed for you. I think everybody was. But when when do you think you got to that moment where you felt like you could just say what you want and feel comfortable? Because I thought we talked about on the show after you you made those comments, I was like, man, that's amazing! Like a guy in his position being vulnerable, showing like, hey, I don't have to act like I'm the biggest tough guy in the world, and this doesn't affect me. Like I think that like a lot of players around the league see that and uh, we're going to get more authenticity out of players because of guys like you. But when do you think you felt comfortable enough to be like that to the press?
6: Well, it, it's hard. Cause I've, you know, I was a seventh round pick. I was always kind of a fringe guy. Uh, so after my stint in Buffalo, which was years five, six, seven, eight. Um, again, I just went out there and was kind of looking for a job. So towing the company line, went to Tennessee, went to Houston. I think it was probably after the 2016 year with the Jets, which was just a miserable year (laughs) for me and everybody involved, uh, where I didn't know if I wanted to play football anymore. I think since that moment, since that season, um, you know, I'm I'm playing on borrowed time and know that I could just go out there and enjoy myself. And uh, so that was probably a big turning point in my career, signing with Tampa, in 17 and then the Dolphins in 19 and just being able to play free and, you know, fully be myself.
0: Hey, by the way, I like that as an old, older white, you're going down to Florida, Tampa and Miami smart, <laughs> smart play. A lot, a lot of Harvard, <laughs> a lot of Harvard people do that. So I That's respect that. Great. A lot. Um, do you, do you, and we talk about this, we're big Fitz magic fans over here, as you've probably already told, uh, been able to tell here, we've talked about you, you've older quarterback, 16 years in the NFL. Never once, and I might be wrong, you could probably mistake, but never once has there been, you know, what this team we're building this around Fitzpatrick. We're gonna—you've always been the stopgap between situations. It felt like, but by the way, we know exactly what's going. He'll be able to come in here, no matter what the roster is. He's gonna win eight, nine, ten games. Like this yep. is what's gonna happen. He's good. This is how Ryan Fitzpatrick. You've never been like in a place that's been like, okay, we're gonna surround you with a hell of a team. It's always been like a team trying to catch up. Basically, we can plug and place Fitz in there. Do you ever think about? that or is that just fodder that guys like us have to kind of bullshit about
6: well I mean I think people can make the argument you know I signed in 09 to back up Trent Edwards in Buffalo started 2010 as his backup and then became a starter they signed me to an extension at 11 so people probably argue that 2012 season maybe was the first time in my career that I had that but um, yeah since then um, that's what it's been. And, you know, for me, I enjoy playing. I don't enjoy sitting and watching. I enjoy playing. And so some of the jobs that are available are those stopgap. Hey, we need somebody, you know, to write the ship here and to get us going and to kind of show a rookie the right way to be a professional. And, you know, I've really come to embrace those situations and embrace those roles, and um, I love it. I mean, the last two years in Miami maybe are the most rewarding years I've had as a professional in the league, and it's not necessarily about the wins and the losses now. Uh, you know, as our one of our favorite artists, Miley Cyrus, would say, it's about the climb.
2: Amen. Hey, amen. 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 Hey, going back to your Harvard days, so you were at Harvard during the, the infancy of Facebook with old Zuck over there. <laughs> I just wondering, did you get any equity, or maybe you're talking to the Winklevoss twins right now, getting in on Bitcoin? I know they're big on that.
6: Yeah, so that that whole deal, I think that I think Zuckerberg was a year younger than me, but that whole thing was going on. It it had started. The Facebook was just at Harvard for a little bit, and you know, I thought, boy, this is neat. I could see who you know else is in my classes, and we could form study groups. And, uh, that was, <laughs> of, and course, crazy. of course, of uh, course. So if they would have asked me to invest a hundred bucks in it, I would have told them they're crazy. No way. I'm saving that for. For beer money, or whatever else I needed it for in college. And I was a little bit wrong about uh, the future of that
0: one.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you have any? Um, obviously, going to Harvard, and I have no idea how much time we are allowed to have with you, so we appreciate you spending time here. But going to Harvard, Zuck isn't the only person that created something huge out of Harvard. Do you? Are you? Do you dabble in the business space or anything from your time or connections at Harvard, or are you mostly uh, the outcast who chose to play football for 16 years and try to get, develop CTE as much as possible?
6: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the one guy that decided not to use my degree to do anything. But I, at some point when I'm done playing, I'm going to ride the coattails of my roommates. I had uh, a bunch of roommates that are doing lots of cool, crazy, successful stuff now, so... I'll, I'll jump in on that, but a roommate of yours, AJ, one of my good buddies, too, Nick Mangold. Now, I've heard some crazy stories about what was going on at Ohio State, and I don't know if we want to get into those, but, ooh, um, ooh, you know, stuff ooh. about alligators and all kinds of stuff. What?
2: You guys are yeah. selling drugs? No. I was roommates with oh, Nick I for yet, four years.
6: I don't know the slang.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nick has great thing, only great things to say about you, but... It, you were said like, hey, you you start having fun. these are real rewarding years. I don't like i maybe i'm uh, I'm different, but I feel like whenever I've watched you play from the day you got into the league, like you look like you're always having a great time, and everyone around you seems to have a great time always
6: yeah i mean i I think that's always been part of part of my game and my personality. I just think I've really embraced it the last few years um you know, and maybe had a little bit more. Uh, success, but part of it too is just so many of these guys now, these younger guys. A lot of it is about confidence, and for me to be the one to try to instill that in them and provide that for them uh, is just something I really enjoy. Because you know, for me, a lot of my teammates now are in close closer in age to my kids than they are me, and that part of it is a little bit strange. But uh, you know, it also keeps me young.
0: Yeah, but your drip is. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, way up there, dude, on the TikTok, like Dabo swing What do you got, Connor? Yeah, if it's magic, we
2: just mentioned the Harvard and uh, Matt Stafford recently came out and said that he wanted to be traded to anywhere but New England. Allegedly, Alleg- allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Do you hold that same um, opinion, or are you really just looking anywhere to go?
6: No, see, I don't. I, I'm not of the. I, I love Matt Stafford. Uh, I, I don't know him real well as a guy, but. As a player, watching him, um, I'm really excited to see what happens with him on the Rams. But, no, for me, I'm, I can't be as picky as Matt <laughs> Uh
0: That's you know, obviously deeply. one of the markets, right? The quarterback market, do you have a list? Have you gone over it with your people? Do you have people? Do you handle these deals yourself?
6: No, I've I've got people. But, you know, it's that stuff, it doesn't really happen until March. So what I've learned over the years is – not to sit and worry about it, or put too much time into it until that uh, that March date rolls around.
0: Hey, you might be an Indianapolis Colt. We'll have you right in. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if you know, Colts are looking for a quarterback. Bow. Same with Washington, Carolina, mm-hmm. New England. I'm in New Denver, England. We Denver. There's a lot. Hey, we All can't right. wait to see where you go, and uh, we know you'll be Super Bowling this Sunday at <laughs> main event. We appreciate you, Ryan. Beautiful. What a great plug. Come grab this thing again. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is that a 20 pounder 18 pounder 16
6: i think it's 16 with no holes
0: oh you got to go get the thing in there mm-hmm. are you a are you a good bowler
6: you know my, my best score ever i went 208 left-handed uh and i've never touched it since then but i broke my right hand uh was that like a church cosmic bowling all night deal and somehow threw a 208
0: I would hang it up then, too. I, I don't think i have ever got to 200. I'd assume that ball is on pace for 300 big ones, turkey after turkey after turkey. Can't wait to see where you end up. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the man who has the mind of a Harvard man. Do you mind that saying that, by the way? I think it's pretty accurate.
6: The heart of a plumber? I love that. I love that, yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> oh, yeah! Most guys have tried a lot of different ways to, you know, try to last a little bit longer yeah. when making love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about your baseball team. That's a boring sport. That'll turn me off, right? Yeah, you absolutely. Should. Maybe you start listing off cities and states. Maybe you start doing the alphabet backwards. Whatever you end up doing, you need to not do it anymore. Knock it off. Not if it's going to work. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. You're before the time you get to the the shortstop. It's already happened. All right. That's right. What you need is a real tag team partner whenever you're going in there. And our friends at Roman created just that with Roman swipes. Roman swipes are a swipe that comes in a discreet, unmarked package uh, that shows up at your door. Then it's in a tiny little packet that you put in your pocket, small enough to fit in your wallet. Then, right before it's time to make some love, right before it is time to go ahead and try to procreate, Mm -hmm. maybe. Whenever it's time to go and put on a show, uh, you go ahead and Go ahead and rub the swipe on. Uh, it'll it'll dry. It'll not transfer to your partner at all. No. And then you just have the time of your life. Yeah. GetRoman.com forward slash Pat McAfee. Jesus. That's GetRoman.com forward slash Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. No spaces. Uh, and you can get your first month of swipes for just $5 when you choose a monthly plan. All right. Shout out to Roman. Shout out to you. Shout out to GetRoman.com forward slash Pat McAfee. Whoa. Zito uh, before we get some phone calls here, 1888 Mad Dog Six mm. on this Super Bowl Tuesday we'll have Ryan FitzMagic joining us in an yeah. hour in 25 minutes or so. Uh, the poll we have an interesting poll yeah. we have some poll news really oh. Big oh. Poll We have news. some big poll news. Oh, yeah Our polls once lived solely on Twitter, yeah at Viva Lazito yep and those polls, by the way, did very well very well. well yeah. Very well into Twitter. 20,000, 30,000 votes. Oh, yeah. 35. Once had an 80,000 vote. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which, by the way, you, if you look at other polls around Twitter. Can't touch it. Very good. There are some. But I saw one today. Couldn't even touch it. But anyways. It's Get not, your own poll. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but Zito, though, big polls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge. Then we learned about something over there on the YouTube, oh, 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 in boy. the community um, tab, <laughs> yeah. I guess, uh, on your YouTube page. We dug out our old poll and buried our new poll into this one. That this particular poll that you put on YouTube, YouTube, I guess, shows it in front of every single person that is on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday we had hundred and eighty thousand votes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not too shabby. On YouTube, under the in the community, we would like. Th- Hey, let your voices be heard by yeah. the way mm-hmm. on our YouTube polls in the community tab of YouTube. We'll still do it on Twitter, but I want to let you know that is a much smaller sample size yeah. than yes. what we are getting right over here where yeah. we are currently broadcasting
3: mm-hmm. from. This is our poll maker going to be able to handle the pressure? That's a lot of eyes. Zito, a lot yeah. of eyes
0: on the polls. On, now, see. first two polls have not been Zito polls. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. okay, these have been trial polls to see yeah. if they work. Okay, not mm-hmm. official. How many votes do we have on the one currently in the community tab of our YouTube channel? Uh, right now, fifty-seven thousand. Okay, that's, that's fifty-seven 10, zero zero zero. We there was nine thousand votes in ten minutes. Yeah. Okay, what? on that particular poll. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we do have bonus. The poll, the poll will never die. The poll is a great way for listeners and watchers to let their voices yes. be heard. Mm, it really has good. been resurrected. It has yeah, it has been, been yeah. resurrected. It has been resurrected. Yes. It has been resurrected. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, should I read this one? Sure. Uh, who was more responsible for the Patriot dynasty? Oh, oh classic. Oh, It's a good one. Uh, Bill Belichick, 28%. Wow. Don't Tom see. Brady, 72%. 72% 57,000 votes thus far. The Brady way. First two hours. Wow. Is that a good size sample size? You tell yeah. fifty-seven thousand. Yeah. Can you people. see the poll? Hey, that's more than the mother. uh Where are they? Barnes and no Who does the uh oh. Who does the TV rating thing? Nielsen. Oh, Nielsen. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bart. <Barnes and No. laughs>
3: they do the book ratings. <laughs> <They're up laughs> they do, do, do the book ratings. Yeah, boy, they do,
0: do the book ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Nielsen, though, they have what so many things in certain amount of things. Oh, yeah. Are they testing fifty-seven thousand people? Not out, at all. In two hours to see what's going. Nope. No. Nah, this might be. be the best focus group of all time. Yeah. yeah. We you got an good inside
3: fun. job on this uh, poll? Someone voted on the off in the office on this poll? Yeah, it did yes, seem yeah. like somebody did uh, vote on. The, the on only way
0: it. to see it is to vote on it. So <laughs> and <laughs> you put your vo- you let your voice be heard. Yes, I did. Yes. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference between the Twitter one and this one. Uh, you have to have your voice heard. Yeah, fifty-seven thousand. That thing's gonna get up over probably 130,000 votes <laughs> so, today. Oh, Yesterday's yesterday yesterday was two hundred fifty-four thousand. Two hundred fifty-four thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot of votes. Hey, t- votes? listen, we, we really love Twitter. Twitter is good for a lot of things. Uh-huh. Uh, the fleeting, not great. No, 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 terrible. Okay, Twitter's good with a lot of things. Yeah. God, I love Twitter. Twitter's my favorite thing. By far. Fleeting, not great. Okay, mm-hmm. not you're not doing Twitter to do the fleet. No. Okay, you're mm-hmm. doing probably Instagram to do that or the originator of that entire thing. Um, and the polling, not great. Mm-mm. What we're not learning bad. is YouTube, whew, it is the home of polling. Crush mm-hmm. it. Now, who's voting on this? We'll never know, but we mm-hmm. do know 57 thousand people did a lot of people. Uh, this is the uh community oh. we're showcasing how to go to the community page right there on top oh. just refreshed it. 59,000 oh. Oh. The By what's a conversation let your voice be heard out there go vote let's get to uh caden in washington what's let's going go on caden hey pat can you uh, hear me good yeah you sound fantastic and to be honest with the first four words, I don't know if that's going to give us an accurate depiction on the entire conversation on whether or not I can hear you or the service is going to be good. <laughs> but every time somebody asks that, I, it does make me feel good about you worrying about the quality of the call you're about to make. So, Caden, what do you want to talk about, pal? Yeah, man, it's all for the brand. Um, so I want to talk about Pats, pass, you know, big pass fan, right? Yeah.
7: Uh, I owe it to them, won my first $5 bet to them, and saw my first boot in the same Super Bowl. So I uh, owe that to them. Exactly.
3: But I think
7: I honestly think that the
1: paths are going I want to, to speculate, but you know, stock the road a little bit and uh, grab uh, Andy
0: Dalton. Oh, Dalton Ooh. to the Patriots. Oh. Okay, I like That's that, Caden. Uh-huh. Dalton to the Patriots. Good so maybe if Carson Wentz doesn't work out, obviously mm-hmm. going to New England, yeah. maybe Andy Dalton is the answer.
2: Yeah, we wouldn't pay Brady, but maybe we'll pay Wentz. But uh, Tom Curran did report Brissett, Winston, and actually Fitzmagic are the three that the Patriots have been eyeing.
0: Tommy? Tommy Kern, by the way. Tommy wow. Kern. Tommy. Tommy Kern got quote-tweeted by somebody and said, nah. But now at this point, who knows what's who's right about what? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the internet now with insiders and information that could be potentially said to be completely false by somebody and then just, what, days later it turns out that it was actually right, but this was wrong about it. I mean, there mm-hmm. is that's why this show is going to have content forever. Yeah, the amount yeah. of bullshit that just floats out there that has some legitimacy is immense yes. at this point. Yeah,
2: Dan Cilio had Stafford's top five spots, and the Rams weren't even near any of those places. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I
0: wonder if that happened at that pool, if they were at a pool together down there. I wonder if that's when the Rams hopped into Matt Stafford's desired locations okay. after man. Dan Cilio didn't get a chance to hear about that.
3: He also, last night, had uh, Derek Carr to the Texans in a trade for Watson to the to the Raiders. Raiders?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to watch all this stuff and be like, yeah, it could happen. Yeah, take your shots. Who does Cilio know?
1: I believe him. Goodell. I believe him. Houston believe does him. love the cars.
0: I don't know if Goodell even knows about this stuff. going. You think Goodell gets an update on all the big trades? I'd assume he might. Yeah. It's got to come through his fax machine. First one to know. Because what happened? In the NBA, they stopped uh, Chris Paul from going to, to L.A. Yeah. yeah. And that was the commish?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not happy about that.
0: Not doing it. No. Excuse me. Sorry. We're not starting this shit yet, Mm-mm. but in about a year or so we will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you will be the one that gets fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's kind of what they did. Yeah. So I would assume in the NFL there are some checks and balances. I don't know. I don't know.
3: Just like in fantasy, your league commissioner gets to approve trades. Just like
0: in
2: fantasy. You're right. <laughs> Same thing.
0: I don't do the fantasy football, but next year, hey. You're going to do it. I'm oh. doing a league or two. Yeah, I'll oh, yeah. tell you what. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do it.
2: Fantasy basketball
0: also, great time. NBA? Yeah,
2: doing it this year.
0: Give me Zion. I got Zion. It. Yeah. Zion, Zion, (laughs) Zion. (laughs) Let's go to Daniel and call. How is Zion doing? Good? He's crushing. Yeah, That's what I thought.
2: Yeah, Winning a lot of games? Uh, No, apparently Van Gundy still has his head up his ass.
0: Yeah, that guy's a stooge. Hey, big news on the NBA last night. Fucking Daddy Carlos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Daddy Carlos. I guess Atlanta legend, if I had to guess. Courtside seats at the Atlanta Hawks game. He... uh, There's only like 24 fans in a stand, so he had to pay an immense amount of money for this. Oh, yeah. He and his wife, Juliana Carlos, Mm -hmm. sitting uh, front row there, Mm -hmm. courtside, you know, enjoying the game, which tickets they paid for, by the way, we learned afterwards. Of course. Daddy Carlos, uh, it's his Instagram handle. This guy, legend of a man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah. He and LeBron get into a spat, allegedly. Mm -hmm. Um, There's mixed reports on who said what. Juliana Carlos, the wife of daddy Carlos, uh, one of the people who was ejected Daddy Carlos's name Chris, by the way, we just learned really. Um, said on Instagram that Daddy Carlos was cursed out by LeBron James. Hmm. The athletic has reviewed courtside video. Okay. okay, okay, here we go. from Daddy Carlos and others. The only comment. Audible from LeBron James is him saying, oh, steroid ass. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. That's awesome. That is Incredible. There is Juliana and Daddy Carlos via their Instagram pages. You can see why LeBron potentially said what he said about Daddy Carlos after The Athletic reviewed the video. He is a yoked older gentleman. Mm -hmm. Look out. I would like to know how much money they paid for these seats. I would assume it's a lot of money. And after scanning through Daddy Carlos's Instagram this morning, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I believe they live a pretty lavish lifestyle. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not 100% sure how or why or what they did, but it, whatever it was, it worked. Yeah. And uh, this will not be the end of Daddy or Juliana. No, Carlos, no, no. I believe we potentially have new famous fans that we are going to get to watch on a regular basis with the Atlanta Hawks. I would assume people are going to keep up with Daddy Carlos uh, mm-hmm. and Juliana Carlos.
3: Personally, I'd be shocked if they had to pay anything for those tickets. Because I assume the Atlanta Hawks just want them courtside every single game. Yeah, yeah hey, star power.
0: Well, yeah. They're actually a member of the team. surprised
3: they don't have Big Boy's seat underneath the basket. Now, I will say
0: I have sat in Big Boy's chair <laughs> oh, okay. courtside at an Atlanta Hawks game. And the Big Boy chair had fur on it mm-hmm. got a little hot actually because i am hot and the fur you know does heat up that's uh-huh. why animals fucking have them but mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. thing had a couple Budweisers that were uh, big boy Budweisers. Nice. Y'all. i believe they were like 50 ounces yeah.
4: <laughs> with <laughs> his face
0: on them i mean they were very nice to us down there but now i have to wonder whether or not daddy carlos is going to potentially want some fur on his goddamn seat as well for you know although he did lose the game for them by getting LeBron to the state of mind Mm -hmm. that he got the other day with the Cleveland Cavaliers executive Mm -hmm. clapping a little bit. And he scored like nine straight or something and they beat the Atlanta Hawks Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. immediately following the Carlos's incident. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. I think they will win more often than they will lose if you let them out there to kind of be a part of the battle. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well,
1: and I wonder if Daddy Carlos and Juliana went to the uh, Delta Sky-, Sky Club that we went to. For sure. LeBron oh, did yeah. say like, they may, hey, own it. they may have been liquored up. Daddy Carlos goes in there to, you know, who knows, goes in the bathroom, does something. I don't whoa. know. And then whoa, 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 gets, whoa, whoa, you
0: know, a, a booze whoa. cocktail afterwards.
8: Daddy then, then, Carlos' then.
3: training regimen does not allow that. No. Bingo. Yeah.
0: He's yeah. drinking water, probably defy water. Uh-huh. It is he Atlanta. Might be. Good shrimp Foxy's. cocktails. What are you saying, Foxy? Foxy? Just off prior visits, we've been there. I think Ty's got a good point here. Mm-hmm. What was are you cause, talking just about? Just
3: because you're a scumbag doesn't mean everyone else We <laughs> were scumbags
0: that night. We just had to say no to a lot of things that night. Oh. Well, it was mostly the same thing from a lot of people.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it all rhymed with smokin'. Yes. Ah. All those, you know, Atlanta, you know, uh, southern rap, trap music. I believe, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. everybody's telling the truth about every single ounce <laughs> that they have ever sold down there. Yeah, no lies. That was unbelievable. <laughs> I've never been, and I'm assuming that Atlanta doesn't love whenever we do this or whatever, but Atlanta has a lot of incredible things. We were kind of at a couple, like, uh, you know, bars where I, I, one generation of Atlanta was at. Yes. But boy, I ain't never seen anything like that since the birth of Adderall. Mm, sure. I, and I feel like I've been out a lot in my life. I don't go m- out much anymore, but... I have never seen a more willy-nilly cocaine community mm-hmm. than down there at those bars. It was almost like if you didn't have an entire sandwich sack of it, <laughs> you were almost like abnormal uh-huh. at this, at some of these places. We also didn't know ski. people were still doing cocaine. Had no past. idea. We had no clue. Just being packed. The guy looks at me with these eyes. <laughs> What's going on, dude? You want to go? And he just pulls out this bag and I'm like, no, <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that. are bad I think that's a felony. What <laughs> you just, I'm not 100% sure. Let's pivot away from cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> or. No, let's, not, let's pivot away Dive from cocaine. In. All right, all right, that's a good idea. Let's talk sports, shall we? <laughs> yeah. By the way, that was kind of sports because LeBron yeah. got into it with Daddy <laughs> Carlos. <laughs> and we are not alluding to Daddy Carlos or Juliana doing any of those things. Not at all. We're just talking about our experience in Atlanta. Right. Uh, Courtside, 40000 for a previous season. So I can only imagine now. And that's, per for seat? Seat. that's for a season. That's for a season. Per seat. Yeah. I would assume they're going to be there again. Uh, joining us now is a former teammate of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh. Noted Detroit Red Wing fan. Oh, yeah. Yikes. And Lion fan. And now he's getting quoted all over the place. All right for saying something about Aaron Rodgers' situation in Green Bay. I did not listen to the clip. I do not know where the quote came from, but I've seen the headlines, sent him a DM, said, hey, got to talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, an honorable man joining us, TJ Lapp.
4: Let's go, TJ!
7: Slow Tuesday, huh?
0: (laughs) How you doing, pal? (laughs) I'm
7: great, man. You know, uh, woke up this morning to... uh, firestorm of uh, tweets angry text messages whatnot didn't think i did anything that wrong but you know you got to be careful what you say these days i suppose
0: (laughs) (laughs) i do suppose i do suppose that is something that is accurate shout out to the barwis method shirt by the way uh mike barwis love your brother uh that's a guy who is my strength coach at west virginia absolute animal of a man specimen of a man grave shout to that but let's get to the firestorm you woke up to this morning there was a quote in the new york post it was the headline that said tj lang says that packers qb aaron Rodgers wants to is hell bent on revenge
1: against like the packers front office
0: okay incredible quote by the way anytime you can work in hell bent and revenge Mm -hmm. crafted how did that happen when did you say it i assume this potentially got taken out of context
7: uh, well, it kind of got taken out of context. But if I was talking to you, Pat, on your show, and I said, "Hey, A Rod's hell bent on revenge," we would laugh about it, right? When you're doing a more serious show, obviously they take it in a more serious manner. <laughs> I should have known that that was my bad. Uh, <laughs> 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 but no, we were talking, you know, and the whole interview was—it was this uh, Detroit sports media. We were talking about the Lions, golf, Stafford, all that stuff. Last. 30 seconds was, oh, give us your thought on Aaron Rodgers. And my thought kind of came down to, well, you've been hearing a lot of smoke uh, the last couple weeks now uh, about possible trades, restructure, whatever. I think there is a little bit of smoke there. But in my opinion, the way that quarterbacks are kind of handling their business, especially the last two weeks, when you look at Deshaun Watson, you look at Matthew Stafford, a couple other guys, talking about maybe trying to force their way out. I think these guys understand what kind of power they have now. Uh, but with the Aaron Rodgers situation, I go back to really two quarterbacks, Pat, and it's Jordan Love last year, Tom Brady this year, right? You don't think that Aaron Rodgers took notice of what Tom Brady did this year going to Tampa and saying, you know what, I don't care if we have Mike Evans. I don't care if we have Chris Godwin. You're going to go out, you're going to get me ground. you're going to get me A-B, and we're going to make a run at this thing. I think guys kind of took notice of that. Um, and in my opinion, it, it was just crazy just thinking, I mean, last year draft time, Aaron was on your show, right, talking about Hold on. the denim, weapons that he could take. Right, denim jacket,
0: slicked back hair, mm-hmm. very comfortable, good beard, talking about eh, maybe we get a guy, maybe we trade it. Like he was he was giving out some idea. Yeah, he really was in a very deep wide receiver class.
7: Very excited. I think he was about the opportunity to maybe get another weapon to work with. Uh, they trade up and take a quarterback.
0: In my mind,
7: I think – if you're Aaron Rodgers, I kind of think that was a little bit of a slap in the face. I kind of think that was some, for, some sort of uh, a public <laughs> humiliation almost. Not on purpose, but if you're him, I mean, how, how else to take that? Whoa, right? whoa, whoa, TJ.
0: TJ, he did tell us that, I don't know if it was that moment or whatever, but he was talking about how his entire mindset changed that he no longer is in control of his future, in that he, it's no longer what happens, it's how I react. And it actually, I think he p- potentially from this, or maybe even before this situation, had this realization about how he would frame it in his mind about how it doesn't matter anything else. I just got to react and do my thing. Cause I did ask him directly like, Hey, is this a spite store? You know, like, Hey, are we on a spite year or whatever? And he's, he actually flipped the script completely on that thing, but there had to be a moment where he thought like, well, what is this about? You know, there had to be that moment. I agree. There had to be.
7: Yeah. And I don't, I don't think it would, I don't think it carried him this year and it made him say, you know what? I'm going to show them wrong. I'm going to go out and win the MVP. But I do think there was probably a, a small part of him that said, wow, you know, they took the quarterback. Wow, we're one piece away from maybe getting to pass the past NFC Championship game. I, he probably had that moment. Now, I'm not saying it drove everything. It was his complete motivation. But then he goes out this year, has a season that he has, 48 touchdowns, MVP year. I think part of the chip on his shoulder this year is going to be, you know what, we still failed to get back to the Super Bowl hey, uh, there's Jordan Love sitting behind me. I don't know what their plans are. I think he he was very honest after that loss uh, you know, to, to Tom Brady and, and Tampa Bay where he said, I don't know what my future is going to hold. I think that was 100% honesty. I don't think he's going to go anywhere, but I think he ha- understands that he has the leverage right now to say, you know what, if I'm going to be here for, an- let's say, another two years – uh you're going to you're going to guarantee my 2 years and you're going to do something like what what Tom Brady did in Tampa Bay. You're going to go get me a couple extra players. I got to win another Super Bowl before I move on from Green Bay.
0: Okay, so you you By the way, I think a lot of people think that that's potentially going to happen, right? I don't think that is anything. But you don't believe that he's going to be hell bent on revenge. Like that was the. Whenever you start linking those words together, it's like, and especially because you played there and you know him, I think people start going, like, oh, okay, so here's a guy who can speak from potentially knowing him rather well, right? I, I would think. And then he's hell bent on revenge. That's why it got so big. And that's what you were referring to earlier. I think.
7: Yeah, that was probably nah, a little strong to say. I don't think he's going to be hell-bent on revenge per se, but I do think that this is going to be a year where he, he's going to say, you know what, we're going all in. And I think, honestly, playing with him for eight years and being in Green Bay, we had a lot of teams that were really good. Uh, one year we had all of our running backs get hurt, and we're sitting there talking in the locker room saying, wow, man, let's go trade for a guy or let's go pick up this guy on uh, uh, that's a free agent right now. And they moved a the wide receiver to running back. <laughs> and it was Ty Montgomery. And he did a nice job <laughs> for what he was asked to do. But it was kind of that that symbolism where it's like, man, we can't just go all in. We're so close, you know. And I think that's really what he's wanted his entire career. I think right now, revenge probably isn't the right word for it, Pat. But to go up there and maybe pound his fist and say, you know what? I did everything you guys asked. I, I bought into the system. I'm doing everything Matt LaFleur wants me to. We had a great year. We're still a piece away. You're going to give me that piece this year. We're not messing around like 20, uh, 20 draft where we're taking quarterbacks. We're taking these. We're getting pieces, whether it's free agency, Allen Robinson, Godwin type of player, or, or maybe some young guys coming in. I think he's finally. This is going to be the year where he says, "You know what, Tom Brady did it. You guys are going to do it for me."
0: I'll be fascinated to see if that's how this whole thing plays out and by the way i think everybody would be like that's a very fair thing for aaron to do but after getting a chance to chat with him now for like a year or whatever you know and learn a lot about him oh, i would love to be in the room whenever he's laying out that picture yeah yeah you know when he's painting the picture of every i would love to be there just to potentially listen to how because i don't think you'd be very aggressive right it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like that i don't think it would be like a very good picture and uh, this is what we're going to do and yeah, then he's
7: gonna go. He's gonna go. Along, I mean, he's gonna go about it the right way. And you even heard him talk – I think he was talking to you uh, maybe last week when he said, you know, we're gonna. I'm gonna hang around town for a little bit. There's conversations I need to have with some people. He said, um, I have those I,
0: every year. He said, but I'll definitely have them this year or whatever. He did say I'm gonna go have that. Yeah,
7: yeah. And I think I mean my biggest point was coming out was basically saying I think this is gonna be the year where he just pounds his fist privately. Right. And just kind of demands, you know what, guys, I've done everything you asked for me. You got to do me a favor now, because look, I mean, are, is he going to be there in two or three years from now? Who knows? I don't think he even knows that he's definitely going to be there next year. There's no way they're going to trade him, but that, that's probably going to be a private conversation with uh, he has. And the good part is we don't have to wait too long to find out what's going to happen. Free agency isn't that long, too long away. And draft is, you know, it's going to come by pretty quick. So, Uh, Whatever happens, I think if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're Green Bay Packers fans, it's going to be awesome to be a part of that because your team now is finally going to go all in and try to win that Super Bowl. I
0: hope they do. I hope they do. Uh, You won a Super Bowl. Uh, let's talk about that real quick here. We have a, a few minutes, and I can't thank you enough for joining us, especially because his name's in the headlines oh, everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy. Uh, great news, TJ. It's good news. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. It's, good news yeah. it's good news, TJ. It's good news. Good there you go. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah a lot of text messages, I would assume. But the, um, it's going to happen, by the way, in this game, TJ. It's going to happen. It's the way the world is. Uh, you, you're, you're hit to miss level is much higher. So just so don't even worry about any of that stuff. But before we get out of here, don't do
7: many interviews, Pat, because I kind of get riled like Tommy Boyle style where I just like you go full out, you know, and say some stupid shit once in a while. But, that's kind of my like, heart's in the good my heart's in the right place. I yeah, guess.
0: bingo, I agree. Andrew Entertaining is hell. But the that's like Clyde Christensen. We talked to him yesterday, quarterback coach for Tampa Buccaneers. And listening to him talk, you know, there was a couple people in the comments. are like, well, he's going to get fired for that. He's going to get fired for that. And it was like, no, no, that, that's just him having a conversation." That's what, And by the way, the headlines will continue. Uh, but we got we do have to get out of here in like a minute. He played in the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. Anything different that week uh, as an offensive lineman? Or are you just trying not to be the reason why you lose it?
7: I was trying not to be the reason we lost. I mean, I I wasn't a starter at the time. I was a backup, but Chad Clifton was like an 11-year vet. He didn't practice, so I practiced, you know, with the ones all week. I I was shitting my pants, man. I was nervous as hell. (laughs) Offensive lineman's worst nightmare is having a terrible game in the playoffs or the Super Bowl, right? But uh, luckily, Chad stayed healthy in the Super Bowl. I got to be a part of some very important – field goals and extra points, which uh, really made a difference, which was fun. But, yeah, that week leading back to it, I mean, you know, we were the sixth seed. We'd stomped into the playoffs last minute. It was kind of just, hey, let's go out there, see what happens, man. Have fun with it and, and, and go just, you know, see what happens. And we ended up going all the way. Uh, an amazing uh, run by Aaron and a bunch of other guys, our defense, Charles Woodson. It was, it was incredible. It was crazy to think that that was – 10 years ago now, right? Um, but old. yeah, I think it, it was awesome, man. It, the fact that we never got back there, I know Aaron Rodgers' pain. I mean, we lost in 2014, 2016. Really bad fashion in both games, and obviously him going through it twice more <laughs> the last two years. I, I really want him to win at least one or two more before he leaves Green Bay, just for for, for him, you know, for his legacy.
0: Amen. We appreciate the hell out of you, ladies and gentlemen, TJ Lang. Thank yeah. you, Joining us in a couple moments, I believe, will be Nate Burleson of the Good Morning Football fame. Hey. Oh, yeah. Also, CBS uh, football analyst Sundays. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also called the Nickelodeon game. He's also an incredible rapper. We will ask about mm-hmm. that. When's the 2020 NFL rap, uh, wrap up? Yeah. Wrap. Ooh. Is that what it's called? I don't
1: think that is what it's called, but I think they should maybe consider
0: it. Yeah, call it the wrap-up, but just with an R (laughs) instead of the W. Huh. That seems like something that their big brains would think of immediately. Can't wait to chat with him about all that. Also, it is Groundhog's Day, and I would like to let everybody know the stance that I took on Twitter this morning is an accurate one. I once held Punxsutawney Phil in high regards. Mm, Okay. I once wanted to travel to Punxsutawney because I've heard it is an incredible party overnight over there in Pennsylvania, okay? I've heard it is a good time into the wee hours of the morning when this once heralded groundhog would pop its head out from its hole, stare down a couple thousand drunks and a lot of older whites dressed Mm -hmm. up funny. And then if it ran to said older whites, winter was dying soon. If it went back into its hole and saw its shadow, obviously, bundle up. There's six more weeks of winter coming. Mm-hmm. And I think I could speak on behalf of everybody. 2020, after what we just experienced with 2021 and everything going on, hey, Groundhog, you had one fucking job, okay? Yeah. Get out of that hole and run to the humans and give us a little bit of hope, all right? But instead, this morning, the Groundhog did what I think it's done for a large majority of my life, and that's disappoint us all with the big charade that is just one drunk groundhog who can't find its way out of a goddamn hole. And that's all I got to say about that. Man. Thank you.
1: He is. I mean, he's a scumbag. Pucks
3: of Tony Phil. Well, I mean, (laughs) maybe he's just, I mean, he's a man of honor. If he sees a shadow, he sees a shadow. He is
0: not a man of honor. He is not a vermin of credibility. I heard he doesn't support either. He hasn't paid his child support. He's got little groundhogs running around all over Punxsutawney. Yeah, he, he has like to be
2: honest. I mean, he says this, and then what? We got our
0: coldest week next week. Oh, I mean,
2: is- it doesn't mean we got knows.
0: another month and a half, no. dude. He exactly. knows. He knows. I'm sorry, but okay, he knows. Go check his percentages. I'd like to he's see terrible. his percentages. Last year, nail on the head. No. Does he know about global warming? Does he hmm. know? Does Punxsutawney Phil get updates down in his bunker underneath yeah. there? No, he's a no. moron. He's yeah. got no idea. He's I a groundhog. A Good dumb enough. one and a drunk one at this point. groundhog community's not going to like this. I was going to transition right there because I called him a drunk one. Mm. Right into <laughs> our next guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to rem- remind the groundhog, by the way, to mix in some waters. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> Down in your hole, living the fine, maybe the finest life a groundhog has ever lived, Punxsutawney Phil. Mix in some waters. And that is what the company that this next guest is representing has been pitching all year. Mm. Hey, although we do create an incredibly delightful whiskey, also, we would like you to be responsible and have a little water in there every Mm -hmm. once in a while. Don't be irresponsible. Don't be the embarrassment to your friends and families. Go ahead and enjoy us because it's damn good. But do it responsibly with some water breaks. Yeah. Let's talk more about that, Crown Royal, and his incredible 2020 NFL season. Uh, one of the hosts of Good Morning Football. You also saw him on Nickelodeon and CBS. And he is an incredible rapper, ladies and gentlemen, Napers.
8: Let's go! What's up? Wait, wait, first of all, first of all, this this punks of Tony slander gotta stop. <laughs> nah, I, I mean, so the, so the distress.
1: Rats. Yeah,
8: I mean, you know, calling calling him a, a scumbag, a drunk. I mean, all yeah. he's trying to do is come up out of the ground mm-hmm. and, and tell the people of the world what's going Once on. No, no, check his percentages, mate. Check his percentages. But. But
0: listen, listen, you over here beefing with with, with the Grail Hawk. Like, I what, don't understand. What about accountability, Nate? Huh? That's the type of thing that I sure. want to see. And in this year, after 2020, okay, and how 2021 has started, aside from some incredible things happening, for instance, the Nickelodeon game, which yeah, will, yeah. there's been a lot of potential good that we will look back upon on these bad times okay you want to stand up and say things are good all right don't miss the hat the hat's one of your best things the hat you got a great hat game okay Okay. don't want to do it all that groundhog had to do (laughs) nate All that groundhog had to do? Get up out of that hole, run to one of the weird whites over there wearing a weird suit, and just give some hope. (laughs) Just give some hope. Be a groundhog of hope that this winter isn't going to continue because I believe if you're over in New York right now, this winter is bad. We don't need this groundhog. (laughs)
8: It's bad. You're right. Listen, listen. It is bad, and I agree. But I will say this. His percentages might be off, but it wasn't any worse than them he go
2: kicks this season. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's an extra point. All you got to do is. Just... Oh, 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 hey.
0: This oh. guy. This guy. Hey, you should mix you in mean. some waters over there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You should mix in some water. How are you, dude? Hell of a season, Nate. You got a hell of yeah, a season, yeah, man. Yeah.
8: I appreciate that, man. And uh, you, too. You, too, man. You've been kicking butt ever since you left the game Um, and we've talked about it. I think we talk about it just about every time we see each other making the decision to walk away from the game is the most difficult one. But I remember us talking off camera and you saying, I got a plan and I'm about to put in this work, man. So uh, just to be uh, one of your friends and colleagues in this media world. Um, I'm just glad to see you striving, man.
0: Well, I appreciate that, Nate. It's not about me. And obviously, I am absolutely crushing it. But this isn't about me. Let's talk about you, okay? Nate, I'm, by the way, I am. But let's not talk about that. The, you, you on CBS has been awesome. You, whenever they clip to you, and you get to call the highlights of other games and things like that, I see that you put effort into that, and actually, you know, it's very, it's been very nice to see you kind of drop into more positions. The Nickelodeon thing is awesome. How did that come together? You had to, you crushed it on there. I assume they told you that that was a massive success.
8: Yeah, I I, I did need another job. Um, <laughs> but they came to me and they said, "Well, well, we have this the special broadcast. So it'll be the first NFL game ever on Nickelodeon." And I just thought to myself, being that I was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s, influenced by the 2000s, this is my wheelhouse. Like, I'm a big kid, you know, and I'm like you in the sense that this is this is all football that they've seen before, right? I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. I can tell you why a post-corner works. I mean, you can tell me how to, how to, how to, how to put put a punt right right in the corner, just, just coffin corner. Oh, yeah. You can tell me that 10 times out of 10 in the yeah. most traditional way ever. Mm-hmm. But what we do... We just try to deliver it in a different way. We make it digestible across all demographics. So when they said that this Nickelodeon thing was a possibility, I thought, all right, I can talk to the five-year-old and the 50-year-old about a football game. So as I'm preparing for it, I'm not watching football, trying to figure out the X's and O's and impress somebody by by telling you how, how play is break, broke down. For me, it was more about trying to make the game more digestible to those groups so when I was talking about Mitchell Trubisky and I said well he was benched early on in the season and for those who don't know what bench mean it's kind of like getting grounded (laughs) you know you got to get off restriction first and that's play better football um so I just did that pretty much all game long and the prep for it this is what I did I was in a hotel room in New Orleans and for two days straight I watched reruns of Double Dare. Smart. uh, All that. Marco's Modern Life. Rugrats. Kenan and Kale. Wow. And that's how I prep for the game.
0: Smart. That's good notes to take, by the way. And we saw that on display throughout the entire game. I like much, I think, of the humans that you'll probably interact with in your life. Watched a lot a lot more of that game than I would ever. I was not a Nickelodeon <laughs> kid. I was not a part of Nick Nation, which I learned about on the broadcast. I watched a couple shows, obviously, over there, uh, but not really dive fully in as-, as most kids did. But I was intrigued by it because it was a much different avenue of watching a game. And obviously, whenever you... Compare that to what Tony and Jim sounded like. And by the way, Tony and Jim are good and their whole thing. It was just like a fresh way to kind of look at the game. Did you have any conversations? Did they have any conversations with you guys afterwards or beforehand that this is something the NFL is thinking about, like potentially expanding upon? Is different uh, uh, because you guys being in the stadium, getting yeah. meetings, like that's, that's much different than like a live stream watch along. Do you think that there's going to be more of those? You think?
8: Yeah, no doubt about it. And I I feel like with the response that they received online, they would have to. Um, I believe it was over two million people watched the broadcast, which was the most watched um, show that Nickelodeon has put on in four years. So um, just that success in that type of format. I believe the NBA can recreate that, Major League Baseball. Imagine hockey, and you're sliding around on the rink, and it's all slime. And then when you smoke, it explodes with slime. Or or even like the Olympics, and somebody's doing the triple jump, and then they jump into the sand pit and slime. Burst out. So, oh. yeah, if, you, if you watched, you know, Nickelodeon or not, when you what, like, what were you watching when you were little? Were you like a five-year-old watching like uh, Love and Marriage? Like, what, Nate?
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, I did. Al Bundy kind of led me the way for a lot of things, <laughs> but I was out working, Nate. Okay, I was out working. I was kicking the ball against the side of the wall. All right, big ADD okay. kid. Didn't have time. Okay, <laughs> to learn about all these different kids that you referenced uh, during the thing, which was awesome. Um, can we talk about your rap career a little bit because? We yeah. at this particular office, big fans uh-huh. of New Balance. Mm-hmm. Big fans, <laughs> of, all right? Yeah. You, did, you did one of last season after the 100th season. You, you made a rap about it. Are you calling those wrap-up, and when should we be expecting the one from the 2020 NFL season? And have you already started putting pen to pad for that particular song?
8: Um, okay, let me see here. The, I make people wait because it's a strategy. Any other show you rock with? See, that's a catastrophe. You rocking with the best, Nate B and Pat McAfee. Woo! Oh, go after me. No, 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 no. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh,
4: no, wow!
8: Um, but hey, listen, I will write something for your show just because I love your show that much. Yes. Free of charge. Um But I, I, I'm <laughs> I'm patiently waiting though because I, I wanted to do it during the the quarantine. But it just, everything threw me off. But I'll I'll, I'll put something together by the time uh, the new season kicks off.
0: Well, we can't wait to hear it. And by the way, I like that your brain immediately said, McAfee, and then you had to figure out things that rhymed with that, and then you had to put sentences together, and you landing on c- catastrophe that quickly, very impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Very, very, very impressive. I don't know if you've ever thought of that before, but if not, incredibly impressive. Let's talk about the game this weekend. Uh, how do you see it going? Obviously, you are on NFL Network every morning, the show is awesome. Good Morning Football is awesome. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. loves it. Everybody that watches it loves it. I know you guys know that. You should. You guys should get complimented on a, a more regular basis. It's a great show. Obviously, it's in the NFL Network, so you kind of got to. You guys got to do what you got to do versus what other people have to do. But I think what you guys do is awesome. But being in the NFL world, uh, what do you think the big storylines are aside from Patrick Brown and Tom Brady? How do you think this one ends up? What are the What are you guys talking? What is Shrag saying behind the scenes? How about Kyle Brandt doing what? 7,000 push-ups a day? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Kay Adams just fucking rocking that thing. What is the conversation off camera about how this whole thing's going to pan out this weekend?
8: Well, first, let me say I think the biggest conversation of the year is you pulling off Aaron Rodgers just casually kicking back and chilling with you, you, bro. Yeah. Like, anytime you're talking with one of the best athletes to ever play the sport and he's in this position doing the interview, yeah. like, that's just gangsta. Like, in his <laughs> sunroom, man. by the way.
0: In his sunroom. Man.
8: But that right there was official, bro. So I applaud Thank you for you. that. Thank you. We'll I think the it. biggest storyline is it's it's the pass catchers in this game. And, and I know when you hear that, you're thinking, Kansas City Chiefs, right? Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in, in the business. Tyreek Hill, the most dangerous weapon. They have a host of players like McCole Hardman and maybe even Sammy Watkins back on the field. Like This is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs game to lose. And if the Buccaneers can't keep up with them, they're toast. It's not necessarily the case. You know, there's this narrative that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to have to rush the ball and they're going to have to to goat milk the clock because Tom Brady's the goat. And if they milk the clock with Leonard Fournette, then they're going to be perfectly fine. Nah, they also got playmakers, too. Yeah. Right. You, uh, you, you have Mike Evans, who's been cooking. Chris Godwin, who's a beast. Scotty Miller, who is underrated and underappreciated. And Antonio Brown, if he's healthy, is back on the field. So the, the storyline is that, yes, Pat Mah- Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs can throw the rock. But so can Tom Brady and the mm. Buccaneers, too. Mm.
0: I agree completely. Can't wait to watch this weekend. Will you be sipping some Crown Royal while watching the big game, oh. Nate?
8: Oh, speaking of killing it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Crown Royal. None That's the family right there. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be rocking with the brand. I've been loving the brand for a long time. So I wanted to partner with them. And they have a great campaign, um, which is a, a water break, encouraging fans to have a good time, enjoy every moment, enjoy the big game on Sunday, but also encouraging them to to hydrate as well. Um, And they have some really cool spots when it comes to this hydration. They locked in with Kevin Garnett. You know, I listen, I played for the Vikings, and when I was there, he played for the Timberwolves. I've always wanted to be on the same team as the big ticket. So when you guys see the Crown Royal ad and you see KG, the big ticket, doing his thing – um, just know yeah. that this is all part of the water break campaign. Um, and we all know how important it is. Pat, you know how important it is. We only can do what we can do if we take our water breaks. You know what I'm saying?
4: Hey, bingo. Mm-hmm. Hey, KG. Hey,
0: he talks the best shit, I think, <laughs> out of a lot of people that have come on to television. I am a big KG fan, as we are of you and Crown Royal. Thanks for stopping by today, Nate. We appreciate you. Can't wait to see the wrap up song of the 2020 NFL season.
8: Hey, I got, once this stuff lifts and the quarantine lifts, I got to come in in person, bro. That's one of my goals. You got a jumper? I'm not doing the TV talk thing. You know know how we rock, Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Do you have a jumper? Get that out of here. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, you will have to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Burleson, thank you, thank you. AKG, Hey, him hey, coming yeah. by would be uh, cool. Yeah. We got a church now, I guess. So. That's oh, true. Yeah. Forgot about that. We officially closed on uh, Mister Smother's neighbor's uh, church. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah! yeah. Woo. That guy, we're gonna win him over. We were, we're gonna over. keep a prayer room. Yeah. Do we? Have, there's a couple in there. Jesus used to nice. live there, by the way. He mm-hmm. moved up. Mm-hmm. So upgrade down to the basement. He upgraded. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got. Oh, did he? I think so. Jesus is with all of us all the time, Wait, That's first right. of all. Yeah. Hey, that, I know that. You, do uh, you? Do I know you? that better than most. Oh, is that right? <laughs> You're not yeah. sound like yeah. sitting right next to me right now. But he no longer lives it's in tight. said place. We live there now. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, right now, currently, nothing lives in there except for like a baby grand piano that they gave us. What? Oh. Yeah.
3: yeah. I thought you going to say a baby giant panda, which would have been awesome. I
0: saw a video of a panda sledding yesterday mm-hmm. on its back. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah panda's damn, pretty cool. Time. Yeah, Panda's pretty cool. Let's get some phone calls here. Crown Royal, mixing some waters, dude. Yeah. Always. Always. Catastrophe. Huh. That was sick. McAfee. Wow. Because I thought my name was potentially like orange a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. going to be yep. tough to find yep. a winner there. Pff, his brain, no problem, dude. After me. Yeah, I think he said at the end, right? What's he going to do? Is he going to make us a song? <laughs> like yeah, it sounds sounds like it. Because I asked him about that recap rap that he made, mm-hmm. which music video that was after the hundred season. What was that? Last year, or two years ago.
1: Yeah, last, last year. Last year.
0: It was really good. Oh yeah, big budget, big budget. Yeah, yeah. we're talking Lambos, mm-hmm. planes. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was doing a little a lot a little of this making money dance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shraggs was in there a couple times too. hitting really? that. And by the mm-hmm. way, it was a great recap of the season. It was. It was I a mean, very great. Every sentence you're like, oh. Oh, yeah! Oh, so much shit happened this season. We need that now at this point. Bad. Mm -hmm. Hey, so sorry to interrupt this conversation. That's cooking right now.
1: Yes, it is cooking.
0: Uh, Everyone always talks about how important it is to get a good night's rest, don't they? Mm -hmm. Hey, you need a good, good night's sleep. I didn't get a great night's sleep last night. And By the way, this morning we could tell, but then the energy of the day kind of got after it. But people for your entire life have been saying, hey, make sure you sleep one night. Hey, get a good night's sleep. Need to get a good night's sleep.
1: Make sure you get a good night's sleep
0: tonight. But it's not always as easy as people just saying get a good night's sleep, especially if you're like me, where your mind is always thinking, mind is always going. Maybe you're thinking about tomorrow. Maybe for whatever reason you just can't fall asleep. That happens to a lot of us. And CBDMD has come through with something called CBDPM that puts you out like a light. Like a light. Slip through the flight. That's why the folks at CBDPM created CBD our CBDMD created CBDPM to help you get the rest you deserve and feel your best every morning. CBDPM blends 500 milligrams of superior CBD with sleep promoting ingredients like melatonin, what? valerian root, what? and chamomile to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. So whether you're up late with the kids, pets or existential dread, you can turn to CBDPM and get the rest you need to handle anything that comes your way. I use it Nick is a big-time proponent of it. Uh, I believe there's a couple others in the office that use it on a nightly basis. Some guys get into it whenever they need to reset their sleep cycle. But I've been very thankful for CBDMD, CBDPM. It's something I I legitimately use. I think you will enjoy it as well if you're not a great sleeper. But also, CBDMD has a bunch of other products, whether it's uh, for soreness, Mm -hmm. uh, for anything else. I mean, they legitimately got a bunch of CBD, superior CBD products. And right now, you can get 25% off your next order. It's almost a a quarter there, dude. Damn near. When you go to CBDMD.com, CBDMD.com, and use promo code McAfee, M C A F E E, you'll get 25% off your purchase of high quality CBD oil products from CBDMD. Big thanks to CBDMD for being a hell of a partner with this show and also for creating products that directly affect my life, like the sleep one, because if not, I'm up all goddamn night. Back to the show. All right. Give me the Trojans. Let's pivot away (laughs) from the NCAA and video games, Mm -hmm. and let's talk about the men's league in a real-life legend. Hell, yeah. Back in the day, I don't know if you knew this, but, uh, I mean, saluting has been something that's been going on for a long time. Mm -hmm. All right? As a show of respect. When the Mile High salute showed up in town... It was an immediate go-to as a touchdown celebration when you're playing either telephone pole to telephone pole or in the backyard and you just ran somebody over. The man who created that is also one of the founders of Defy, an incredible CBD drink company that is launching a water, oh, I believe, wow. yes, yes, with high alkaline in it, okay? Yes. This I is healthy-ass water hmm. from Defy. Ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl champion, legend Hall of Famer, Terrell Davis.
5: Yeah! Hell yeah! Woo! Pat, I could not have asked for a better intro than that one, man. I mean...
0: You deserved oh, it. Oh, the,
5: the intro was spectacular, my friend.
0: Well, you deserved it. I see the two Lombardis sitting over each of your shoulders.
5: <laughs> yeah, you know, I got to break these out every once in a while.
0: <laughs> Last time was his bust.
5: better week... What better week than than this week to to bring out my old friends to (laughs) accompany me on my interview so uh, yes, Mr. Lombardi one, Mr. Lombardi two. Actually, thirty two and thirty three are right behind me. So
0: yeah, well, it's very, nice see, it's very nice to see. It's very nice to see thirty two and thirty three. It's very nice to see you as well. Whenever you think back to those Super Bowls, what is your first thought? Is it is it just you were incredibly surprised by the fact that you were in the Super Bowl when you got there? Because as I got older in my NFL career, I made the Super Bowl my rookie year. We never made it back. And as I got older, I realized like. You have to get incredibly lucky health-wise. You have yeah. to you have to have a couple good bounces go your way throughout the season that could potentially turn your season into a swing season the other way. I mean, it is not easy to get to the Super Bowl at all, let alone win it. You have to have a lot go in your favor. That's why Tom Brady is ridiculous with what he's been
5: hey, doing. Hey, well, I, I was going to say, uh, Tom would disagree with everything you just said. <laughs> 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 because it seems to be really simple for him – but yeah, you know what? I, I think my when I got first when I got to the NFL in '95, we went eight and eight. Uh, but the end of that season, there was something different about that team. We started to get people on the squad who kind of understood sacrifice, understood teamwork, and they may may not have been the most talented guys. Like we had Rod Smith that um, came in, and we released Anthony Miller, who was a Pro Bowl wide receiver. And I didn't understand why we did that, but it was clear that rot was a perfect fit for our offense and he worked hard he was truly a good wide right receiver so anyway over the years man our our team was just you know we had we had that it factor when, you know my second year we went 13 and 3 we lost in the uh I believe the first round which was the the, the divisional round to Jacksonville hmm. and then we ended up winning two Super Bowls after that so Pat Maybe unlike you, I thought that I was going to win at least five or six Super Bowls because <laughs> I had won two of my first four years, man. I was like, oh, shoot, we about to win four or five of these things, you know. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, injuries set in. And, and like you said, you got to be lucky to have the, the ball bounce your way and to be able to survive, you know, week to week in, in the NFL. And it's not promised to you, man. So, yeah, I, I did think I was going to win more than two.
0: Well, you're a Super Bowl MVP, which I, I'm just now being – you know, looking at my paper here, and I completely forgot about that. Is a very small community of people. I mean, uh, the Super Bowl yeah. MVP, that is very t- Do you have a photo of you getting the, uh, is that, is, is the, where's the MVP at? Where's the MVP trophy at?
5: Oh, that one's, uh... <laughs> yeah, I got, I have, I have that one too. It's, uh, that's... <laughs> it's in, it's, it's in, it's, it came in a, uh, in a chest, and oh. it's still in a chest. It, it comes with this big old, like, you know, one of those, those things you see where, like, musicians put their instruments in they, and they travel with it, it's in one of those things. It's, it's in the garage right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, where do 30, hey, 32 and 33 normally hang out at, garage?
5: Uh, they normally hang out right here in the office with me.
0: Smart. Yeah, I'd keep that. <laughs> By the way, a bunch, of, a bunch of people that are, like, uh, I've been watching too many, like, uh, House robbery shows. We just gave up way too much information. There. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, you got to move that Super Bowl yeah. MVP out yeah. of there. You got to get that yeah. thing out of the garage. And as a matter of fact, yeah, they, they don't.
5: They don't stay in the house. They, they, I got them somewhere
0: else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can we talk about Defy a little bit here? The by the way, whenever you came on, I don't know if it was when you launched the company, but we learned about the company. We tried it. We enjoyed it a mm-hmm. lot. It was an incredibly difficult um category to get into but your product yeah. was so damn good we enjoyed it over here mm-hmm. now you're getting into a packed category but i believe the water game here is going to change the game a little bit for you guys don't you think
5: yeah yeah we believe so now <clears throat> so the water was really um uh, has come about because you know obviously what's been happening during the pandemic and the social injustice stuff stuff that we've seen in this country um you know our company is black owned it's woman owned and it's veteran owned and we felt like we have to give back. We have to be able to, to you know, put our, our, uh, our, our money where our mouth is, uh, if you will. Um, and so we, we launched a water that's uh, really it's called a hydrating humanity. So it's a water with a purpose. And it's a 9.5 alkaline water.
0: Wow, hey, that's up there.
5: Yeah, yeah. It's a performance water, man. So it's a performance water. So what we want to do is be able to, to give, get our water out there and uh, be able to give some proceeds back to those communities that we come from. And so we've launched our, our, our campaign right now, and uh, some of the proceeds will go back to those communities. And so right now, we're pretty excited, man. We're gonna be in Sprouts nation- Nationwide in April. So you can go to your local Sprouts store and get it in April. You can go to our website, drinkdefy.com, and, and buy it there. Uh, we and actually by I believe March we're going to be in over a thousand doors throughout this country. Let's Woo! go!
4: Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah and, p- and people are really getting behind it, man. We've gotten tremendous amount of support from people uh, with this campaign. And so we look forward to having more people join us in our calls and giving back to those communities that we support. So we're pretty excited about it, man.
0: Hey, congratulations. Getting into 1,000 stores is not easy. I watch Shark Tank. A lot of people struggle (laughs) with that. All right, a lot of people struggle with that. Uh, Can we talk about the alkaline water, performance water? I was put on to this, I think, Whenever I, I think Vontae Davis was the first person I saw, or maybe Freeney, I forget exactly, but this water, and I think Jim Ursay, by the way, big, high alkaline water guy, big, yeah. big, but what is it? The higher the number, the better, and why is that? Is that because of pliability with the TB12? Is that, what? what is the alkaline number, and why is the higher the better for you?
5: So you you, so you you talking to the wrong person. We have a team of people who understand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the well, actually,
5: balancing your body. So you pat you you you're not talking. He's talking to the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, my understanding is that is the case with the uh, with the pH levels uh, in your water. And I used to think that water was just water, man. I really did. I, you know, where I grew up, I felt like I would never pay for water because it's just water. But un I, I didn't know better. And so um, l- knowing more about water and how not only does it taste, but it makes your body feel better. It balances your pH levels in your body, which is very important. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's one of the best out there. Again, we're, we're putting our um, support behind not only the water, uh, but the communities that's out there. And it's important to be able to have, you know, water uh, that's, that's good for you, not just something that you get out of the tap.
0: Awesome. We uh, can't wait to try Defy Water. Sprout stores—I don't know what that is, but I'm excited to see. You. Is that a grocery store? Sprouts.
5: You don't have sprouts where you are? Mm-mm.
0: No. Oh, no sure okay. Okay. Come on. What? Yeah.
5: Listen. Uh, yeah, Sprouts is it's mainly a West. It's uh, it's like a, you know, it's it's like a Whole Foods.
4: Oh. Okay. We know what that
5: is. Yeah, sprouts. but I believe they're they're mainly on the West Coast, oh. and that's probably why you don't you don't see them.
0: Yeah, I'm over here. You know, I do the. Uh, we got
5: some over there. We have some up your way as well. You know, we're getting into. Uh, uh, I don't want to mention all these stores because uh, let me make sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, and also free just, advertising. Don't hey, worry about. It. We check will check
5: keep the website <laughs> drinkdefy. <the> <laughs> dot Drink Drink You'll you'll see on there. We have locations where the water would be available. Um, we've 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 got some deals going out with some national. Uh, distributors and uh, you're yeah, negotiating be so here's another cool thing too okay we're gonna be partnering <laughs> up and i'm gonna mention this because we haven't formalized a deal though we're gonna be partnering. With uh, Demarcus Wears.
4: Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: His workout app.
5: Yeah, his workout app. So we're going to be doing a partnership with Demarcus Wears, uh, Wears Workout app. W. You probably already had him on your show. If you haven't, it's, it's an awesome. They have this augmented reality oh, yeah. stuff that's oh, pretty yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. um, oh yeah. And so we'll be right. providing right. that. So if you want to get in shape, go, go download the app D2W Driven to Win app. Oh, Demarcus wild. Wears is cool as hell. I'm, I'm using that app right now, it's, it's the bomb. Yeah. It really is, man. So uh, we're, we're gonna formalize a partnership. Hopefully, sometime. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking March, maybe March or April, and then uh, perfect. You got to, you got see all that good stuff. All
0: right. Well, congrats on all that. Let's. Uh, I, I can't wait to try the water. Let's talk about a couple of things that are happening in the world.
5: Here, here's the uh, bottle, by the way. Here's, here's a bottle, so you, so you know what it looks Ooh. like. Oh, yeah. cool. There you go. There you go. Let's see, you see, you know when you go when you go to the store, just just go ahead and see this thing right here.
0: Ooh. Plus nine to help you I'm gonna right hydrate.
5: hydrate, by the way. Everybody has to hydrate.
0: Pat, you gotta hydrate, you know. No, no matter what you're doing, you have to hydrate. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hey, hey, I ain't never heard something more true <laughs> than that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's hydrated up.
5: There you go. And the water, by the way, if they didn't know, it's non-CBD. Just, just so we understand,
0: uh, non-CBD. Shit. Okay. So this is not the fire water, but you gotta stay hydrated, yeah. TD.
5: Yeah, but yeah, you can you can have that for right now. We'll see you some water. <laughs>
0: Um, Would you be nervous to play in front of 25,000 people and 30,000 cutouts? Would that make you? That was announced as the attendance for the Super Bowl this weekend. Just for uh, the attendance, there'll be 25,000 humans, 30,000 cardboard cutouts. It's like, well, that's not attendance, okay? I, (laughs) I understand what you're saying right now. But how do you feel about how the NFL has gone through this season? There's none of us. I mean, you're an NFL legend, obviously Hall of Famer. None of us thought that the NFL would be able to pull this off, what they've been able to pull off. This has been insane to think about in the time that we're in. Uh, I'm surprised yeah. that we're here, uh, but I'm incredibly pumped to be here. This has been a, a massive celebration this week for us.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Listen, it's the only league, I believe, that had no cancellations of their games. And so that's impressive to go all the way back to, you know, what was it, September? And now we're here in, in January and not – actually, February – and not have – any cancellations of the game, so the NFL has done a really good job of trying to keep things on schedule with their their protocols and how they went about it. And listen, this game—I'm gonna tell you, Pat—you know, people talk about playing a game in a parking lot. People say, "Listen, we'll play this game no matter where you you have this game. We're gonna play it." And now they get to the play in a stadium full of twenty thousand, you know, fans and thirty thousand cutouts. I don't think it's gonna matter. I, I think I think the the energy. And the feeling of stepping onto that field and knowing what's at stake is still going to be as big as it would if the stadium was packed with fans.
0: I was I was very surprised by the fans at the Super Bowl my rookie year whenever we played there. Obviously, Saints fans are very loud and they travel and everything like that. Colts had a great fan uh, fan base to travel, but there's a lot of people that are just at the Super Bowl cuz they're at the Super Bowl. It's it's a lot of suits that are potentially at the Super Bowl. There's a very you have like batches of people that would go crazy, but then there was a lot of people that were just at the Super Bowl. So, I thought the Super Bowl crowd was interesting to begin yeah. with. Now that they're actually announcing how many cardboard cutouts will be there. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see how that whole thing goes. Connor, All what do right. you
2: got Yeah, Terrell, uh, you won back-to-back Super Bowls. Now Mahomes and the Chiefs are trying to do the same. Is there a different mindset or even expectation when you're going into that second one?
5: Not – I don't – I remember it being kind of same the same thing, man. Like you've – it's how you prepare, really. It is how you prepare and it's it's – it's trying to bring your best game that day. It's it's not a three game series. You're not playing a five game series. It's one it's one game, and so you can lose that one game and and be out the tournament. So it was always each week was trying to win that. You know, try to be the best we can be on that that particular day. There was I think the second one it was a little bit more pressure in terms of we were favorite to win that game, and anytime you're favorite to win a game, it you know it's. It, we're all, I'm always grasping and we're always grasping for some type of motivation. You know, when you hear all week how good you are and how you're going to blow out the Falcons and all this stuff, that didn't help us in, in our cause. The year before, we were 13-point underdogs, so all week long we heard how we weren't going to beat the Packers, and so that gave us a little bit more, okay, we're going to show people. So it was different in that approach, but our approach was never any different when we, you know, as we took the field and who we played, we, we were going to try to bring our A game.
0: How come, rest in peace, by the way, incredible person, Pat, how come there was never this one's for Terrell?
5: <laughs> hey, when he said that about Elway, I was right back behind him saying, and TD. <laughs> 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 this was for John and me. <laughs> uh, no, John John, uh, John needed that. We, we, we really wanted to, to send him out on top. You know, John was, had meant so much to that. That organization, so much to our team, man. He was, he was our captain. He was our leader, man. So, to to be able to see number seven finally walk away with, uh, with not one, but two, was was really sweet. The first one was, I think, was the the best one, but then the icing on the cake was was uh, after Super Bowl thirty three.
0: Is this one the first one or the second one?
5: Uh, that is the first one right there.
0: <laughs> Which one?
5: That's thirty two. Yeah, that's Super Bowl thirty
0: two. Oh, so this one's thirty three here. Let me touch it. Thirty <laughs> three. Like, over <laughs> yeah. Imagine, hey, imagine if this show was good enough. I don't know if you see the split screen. If I would have just went like this and then grabbed my own. <laughs> man. Oh, man. That, so <laughs> awesome. that would have been so awesome. Ty, what do you have? Hey,
5: that would have been dope. I know.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, that's a
5: question, though, Pat. Hey, Pat, let me ask you a question. Because everybody, it, 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 I, I try to explain to people about kind of that sensation of, of planning a Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, people talk about how, like, the, the, the just everything, the fanfare, the how... It's so big and, and you can get nervous and all that stuff. I remember I had this idea when I was Super Bowl thirty two before the game, like I always think that in my mind, a game is a game. And I I was, I was telling myself that the whole whole week, man, this is just another game, same field. They have eleven guys on defense, no different than a regular game. And right before we go out to do our, our, our pregame warm ups, you know, we go out on the football field and man, it hit me it hit me like, this is not just a normal game. And so people say, man, like, how did you try to overcome that? And I say, man, the thing that I can relate it to is if you're on a high wire and you're up there and you're trying to go across this building and they tell you to do what? To don't do what? Don't look down. down." So I think I looked down and I realized the gravity of this game right before we played it. And I remember my, my heart started pumping, man. I started getting nervous. And I was like, wow, this game, yeah, this game was huge.
0: So I, I did the same exact mindset as you, by the way. Every game is just me and the ball anyways, all right? It's just yeah. me and the ball. How you doing? You got to go a long way wherever I want you to go. It wasn't until I literally took my steps back on the opening kickoff where I got to, like, my back spot. I, like, looked around, and I was like – holy shit, I'm about, I'm, about to, I'm about to kick off the Super Bowl right now. Like, this is a big deal. And then as I'm running to the ball, obviously all you start seeing is all the flashes. And I was like, yeah. this is insane. Yeah. And then obviously I don't whiff, thankfully. And it wasn't the worst kickoff of all time. It wasn't the best kickoff of all time. It doesn't matter then. All right, It's in the middle there. And I jogged off to the sideline. And we had Stover as a kicker then, right? Vinatieri was on the sideline. And I went over to Vinatieri. He was just dressed in street clothes or whatever. And I was like, I cannot believe you've been in like 10 of these. This is is insane here. It's a cool thing. Uh, And Thank you so much for spending a little bit of your time this week with us. We hope that Defy Water takes over the game.
5: Hey, appreciate it. Anytime, Pat, you guys take it easy, man. Who, who you got in the game, by the way? Who you got? Who's your pick?
0: Okay. Well, it ain't about the game, really. I'm betting like $30,000 on heads or tails. So, <laughs> yeah. what do you think?
5: I can't touch betting, man. <laughs>
0: no, what do you think? Heads or tails?
5: Uh, heads or tails in this? I'm going, uh, they, they always say tails never fails, so I'm going to go tails. Okay.
0: okay. Okay, funny you say that because we've done some research. Yeah. Allegedly, the head tails side fails. is a little bit heavier on this particular coin. Ooh. So there's a chance that it's potential. So you're, I think you're on the right side. I'm going to do it because you said it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Terrell Davis. $30,000, yeah! $30,000 <laughs> $30, potentially out of my pocket, TD. Appreciate that. He's a college football national champion. He's a Super Bowl champion. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is Carl Twelve Eleven AJ.
4: Let's go, Carl! How you
2: doing? What's up, guys? Good. Uh, I I saw the Nate interview. What a good dude. Just
0: seems like an overall super positive good guy. Super positive, right? Uh, the, The ability to always be that positive and super PG is unbelievable. And the way he can do it without sounding... Corny is awesome. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's very hard to do what he does clean. It is not a very – he's very talented. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Nate Burleson. Old New Balance, Nate Burleson. New Balance? That's just a play on his initials? That's all it is? Mm. Yeah, I, we didn't get into it. He didn't deny it either, so. Yeah, but we didn't even broach the subject.
2: Kay.
1: Is that a real thing? I thought Zito just made that up yeah, before the show. I thought that was a
0: joke. Did you just make up his name as New Balance? No, no, it's on his uh, wiki page. I was about to say if Zeno would do that, that would be <laughs> yeah. uh, That would be <laughs> on the <laughs> very simple, without telling me either. Yeah. Just like letting it eat. That would be <laughs> awesome. Zeno, that would be rather everybody. I would I would like to like, just give it fake nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That would not be great for us, obviously. Yeah. That would get taken Oh, yeah, people would start talking about us disrespecting oh, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Uh, did you see TJ Lang? We talked to TJ. You know TJ very well, obviously, for your time in Green Bay. He woke up to just headlines all over the place for what he talked about for Aaron Rodgers' situation.
2: So I didn't see him on here, but I do know that I read his tweet and I saw them talking about it on some of the shows earlier today. What just what he laid out sounded about, right? Like It sounded like it kind
0: of made sense, didn't it? Well, what he said to us was basically – What he thinks should happen, could happen, will happen. I I don't know which one of those three he thought it would. Um, But yeah, it's basically Aaron saying, we're going all in here. Let's give me a little bit more money. And I think his his verbiage of using hell-bent on revenge is what really caught some people's eyes. I don't think that's how Aaron would broach the entire thing, but I do believe that that is something a lot of people think is very, like, yeah, he should potentially go do that. Like, Mm -hmm. he should go ask them, you know, like, hey, let's make this, let's make a couple decisions here to potentially go all and win this thing. And TJ ended our conversation with him basically saying, like, Aaron – Aaron needs another one. Like, he's bummed about Aaron not winning. He said in 14 and 16, it was heartbreaking. Then, obviously, the last two. And he said for his legacy, he hopes he gets a couple more. But to do that, he is saying that the team is going to have to go all in and and do what they got to do. And I'm excited to see what move they make because you look at everybody else that was at the top of the uh, entire offense or or the top of the – Uh, the end of the mountain almost everybody else kind of went all in they're like hey this is our team this is our team we're going for this thing except for the Packers and he said they never will though it feels like they'll never will and that's kind of what ty has been saying too about that. that's not the way the packers go and tj referenced whenever ty montgomery moved from wide receiver to running back his five running backs got hurt and instead of trading for a running back they're like oh we'll just move and he was good by the way he yeah, went on to be a was. running back yeah. but there was no thought of like trading for anybody is that kind of is that kind of just known over there like hey there's a way of doing things over here at the packers and that this is how it is well they're definitely the
2: the previous gm ted thompson who r.i.p obviously he died recently uh that was his kind of thing, I guess. His mo seemed to kind of build through the draft and do that kind of thing. But my first year, he brought in Charles Woodson. That's a that's a heck of a uh, free agent acquisition, I would say. So he would do that. He you know, like a Charles. Uh, we went out and got Julius Peppers, who was awesome uh, for a little while there too. So yeah, it's not like really exactly what they do. But also, it's there's a new crew in town too, up in the front office. So let's see what those guys do. There's no
0: there's no. No one's stopping him, I think, if they want to go make a move. Well, Gunther Kuntz has come out and said that uh, he doesn't think there's anything he could have done differently to put him in a position mm-hmm. to maybe win Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now, Gunther Kuntz has been the target of a lot of you know, bullet shots that we have sent in this particular office mm-hmm. just, just because the way everything's been handled. And, you know, Gunther Kuntz, I, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he is, too. I'm yeah. sure Gunther Kuntz is a good guy, okay? Mm-hmm. But the thing about Brian Gintikens as the general manager, acting general manager of the Packers is some of the decisions he makes is going to be judged because of the Lamborghini he has at quarterback. So it's like, hey, every decision you make now is going to be judged under the pretense that this guy is going to win you games by himself. Everything else you do around him is going to be how you're judged about how you create a Super Bowl winner. Now, NFC championship contender, awesome. By the way, you have the guy, you have the quarterback that's going to get you in that situation. MVP probable this season, even though we've already named him the MVP. But him saying he could have done anything differently. Like, hey, you know, I look back on it. I do a lot of self and Really, no regrets looking <laughs> back at the draft last year, says Gunta Guns, It's like, okay, the guy didn't dress for one game, all right, the first-round draft pick. You traded up to go get, by the way. You didn't have to. You just wanted to go get this person injured. You got to the same exact spot you got to last year. Is there no regrets? Are you content? Is he comfortable with where he's at? You would think like anybody would come out and say, you know, you can always look back on blah 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 like the way he now granted we are potentially taking his quote out of context, but I mean there had to have been something he could have done somewhere, right? I mean a little bit differently if you didn't win the whole damn thing. Well, don't you think he could he could just be
2: trying to keep Jordan Love's confidence up too, saying, like, what if he did come out and say, Yeah, you know what? Probably shouldn't have drafted the quarterback we have in the first round. Probably could have got a wide out. Like,
0: that's not going to bode well for
2: really anybody there.
0: You're 100% right. I didn't even think about Jordan Love, to be honest. And that's on me, all right? Because this was not Jordan Love's fault. Jordan no. Love did not choose to trade up to draft him. Uh-uh. Jordan Love is just a, a victim of circumstance in this particular situation. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, that is interesting to kind of keep Jordan Love's mind at ease you just piss off your entire fan base. Ooh. That's a that's a, yes. that's a smart yes. balance. <laughs> that's a that's an interesting balance. And by the way, only GMs understand that. Nobody else would understand that particular mm-hmm. feeling. And you're right; that probably did cross his mind, where he was like, "Yeah, it could have got somebody on defense. Maybe could have not traded up. Maybe traded elsewhere to get some other things." And now that we know that, you know, DeAndre Hopkins was potentially on the market there for a little bit. For you know, they trade there's, back. There's a yeah. lot of things that we could have potential. But instead of saying that, you know. Nah. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) That was a championship football team. No regrets, dude. Made the MC championship. Uh
2: I mean, look at the wide receivers that were taken after Jordan Love, too. They really could have. I mean, Claypool was a second-rounder. T. Higgins. Brandon Ayuk was drafted at 31. I mean, they really could have added someone legit. And and
0: by the way, this is no offense, obviously, to MVS and Lazard. No. Look at the Chiefs. They got 15 wideouts that are all good. All right? Look at the Bucs. They got 15 wideouts that are all good. good. Whenever you have LaFleur, who does seem to be an offensive wizard alongside Aaron Rodgers, by the way, uh, when you have Aaron Rodgers, the more weapons, the more creative you can get, the more everything. I think that is what we have learned from this Kansas City Chiefs team. We used to think there's only one ball. There's only Mm -hmm. one ball, whatever. This is how we do it. It's like, not anymore. Now you you need to be. You need to be – it's an arms race at this point, it feels like. On the offensive side, if you have a quarterback, that can make plays. Well, that's the key. If you have a quarterback, if you have a Pat
2: Mahomes, if you have Aaron Rodgers, because think if you have all those studs out there and you don't have a guy that can really get him the ball consistently, that's going to be an unhappy offensive meeting room, that's for sure.
0: That's going to be so uncomfortable, by the way. You're Mm -hmm. talking about Jordan Love feeling uncomfortable there with that conversation. Man, just like the ping-pong table area. A couple Mm -hmm. guys are playing. (laughs) Quarterback walks up. I just put the panel down. I just walk into the room. <laughs> <laughs> this guy stinks. <laughs> this guy. Throw me the fucking ball, pal. <laughs> He's in the in the vicinity. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. But Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. He gets I mean, he missed what? he missed M V S? Yeah. But other than that, what? He puts it on everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is not, you you if you give him more options, he go, no regrets, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's
1: what like my whole thing was. Is it's not you know, if you don't take a receiver, that's fine. I mean, you can get someone on the defense that you do need help there too. Like take, taking a quarterback. I and mean, that pick is still indefensible. Like you can say, Whoa. whatever, But
0: what about Jordan Love's feelings?
1: I mean, I don't give a rat's ass. Wow, this guy's an owner
0: of the Packers. <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, I didn't want him to do it then. I, I saw it coming from pick 16. I, I saw 17, 18, 19. I knew the Packers were going to take him. I did.
2: I mean, it, it, it's terrible. It's hey, terrible. Ty, Ty, what about, uh, to counter your point, did you see today, I think it was on Get Up, Marcus Spears said that, I'm glad. I think the Packers did the right thing taking Jordan Love because they're now look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, the situation they're in, trying to figure out who Ben's replacement is going to be when you know it's probably one more year for Ben. well, so He acts like they're in a tough spot.
0: Yeah, but- Listen, Swagoo, shout out to Swagoo. That's an incredible take. Aaron's elbow seems to be in Exactly. One...
1: He's still humming that son of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, humming it.
0: Now, granted, Aaron gets hurt. You're in trouble. But guess what? Tom Brady gets hurt. They're in trouble down there. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes gets hurt. Chad Henney, okay, he's Chad Henney. All right, I get it, but they're in trouble. Dude. Yeah. Obviously, whenever you lose an MVP, your your team is going to look different. Like that's just, by the way, that's the NFL. Like injuries happen mm-hmm. now. Ben Roethlisberger, I love Swagoo. Okay, I'm a big Marcus Spears fan. That particular reference is not an accurate one. I don't think strictly because Tommy John and Ben Roethlisberger had a date for a few months. You know what I mean? Where he mm-hmm. had to put pieces elbow back together, and also I'm not sure Aaron. Had to cut a couple things cold turkey out of his life. That's That's right. With
6: all due respect to Ben, Aaron does take much care of his better care of his body.
0: I'd say, yeah. I'd say, even mm-hmm. though he, this is the first time he worked out in the off season. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. all due respect to Swaggu, he also didn't see that the news that Dewey Haskins was signed. Obviously, yeah, the prince who was promised. And the quarterback carousel every offseason now, you don't really have to draft a quarterback anymore. Yeah,
0: because there's going to be a great one coming probably. And by the way, if not, let's go be average for another year. Mm -hmm. There'll be another one coming here. Yeah, And then we can potentially put some trades together and let's go in. And I'm happy to see that the national narrative is starting to turn a little bit that, hey, who gives a fuck about draft capital? (laughs) Now, (laughs) listen, I know there's always going to be people that want to build through the draft and have a great scouting department. And there's GMs that have had a lot of success drafting. I mean, let's not... The Chiefs are good drafters, obviously. Mm So so I'm not saying that you don't have to have it, but I think the overreaction by people whenever draft picks are given up in exchange for a player that you know is going to be good has been so ridiculous for so long. It's like, how do you, like, for instance, the Lions get, what, two first rounders and a third? That might as well be worth a fucking 15th round pick if they can't draft well. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, you have no idea. You have no clue. Whenever you get Matthew Stafford, it's like, okay, we know what this guy is. If he can stay healthy, he's played a long time, so he's had injuries, obviously, at that position, and it doesn't really seem to matter. He can play. But he's going to be able to sling the rock. He's going to be able to figure out the defenses. He's going to be able to figure out the offense. We know that for sure. Instead of drafting old Buddy from uh, 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 Bloomfield State who's potentially going to be able to figure out how to tackle an NFL player. You have no idea. I think... The draft is such a bigger question mark than people give it credit. And that's strictly because I think I've actually seen it. You know, like, seen draft picks that are supposed to be incredible and you watch them in college, are good. And then, for whatever reason, it just never works – or sometimes doesn't work out. It's just – if you can get a sure thing, get it, in my eyes. I'm not GM, never will be. But if you can get a guy in, instead of potentially getting guys, it's like, I'm always going to go with the real thing instead of the hope, pal. That's what I'm going to do, AJ. Hey,
2: do you think this could be the Rams, like – their path in the future, what they're going to do. Like, so let's. They I know they to. said that Matthew Stafford, their contract extension, like, is not imminent. They're not. He might not get an extension there. So he's got two years on his contract. Are they going to go two years Stafford and then be like, hey, is McVay going to look over to Green Bay? Be like, hey, you want to, uh, you want to give. Uh, Want us to throw you a few uh, seven first rounders for Aaron to come over here for a couple years? Hey, listen,
0: you're gonna love this 2029 first round draft pick. <laughs> all right, we got 2031 available for you as well. Oh, good year. Because <laughs> allegedly McVeigh had to call the owner, Kroenke. Mm-hmm. Yep. He also owns the Denver Nuggets. Wow. The I think the, oh, avalanche. Yeah, the avalanche, Avalanche, yeah.
2: Aval- Colorado Avalanche, the Rockies. I think yeah.
0: Arsenal
6: Football Club as well.
2: Arsenal Whoa. Football. club. track of all
0: of this. What's up, Bob? How do you keep track of all these teams you own? I mean, Listen, you did have you not staff. hear did you not hear D two W earlier with Terrell Davis driven to win DeMarcus Ware's workout thing? Oh, I never felt better about my brain than in that moment. <laughs> yeah. I actually celebrated. He did not even know that I celebrated <laughs> in the middle of it. Wait, what? You're saying that's gonna help you own a bunch of different sports teams? Forget it. Talk about my brain being awesome. But, anyways, a lot of compliments to Mille. It's been very nice. (laughs) It's been very, very nice. I participated in it as well. Um, But I guess McVeigh had to call Kronky and ask him, like, what are they going to do for the rest of time? Like, hey, we could potentially. 2029-2028 2029-2028 package. Mm-hmm. First rounders get him out of here. And Stan's like, hey, are we gonna win a Super Bowl this year? Yeah, well who cares? We'll figure that out later. <laughs> yeah. <And> it really <laughs> feels like they could potentially do that. And if it works, by the way, I hope others start picking up because it is awesome to talk about. It's I mean it's a bunch of fun. I guess it all it, it it's
2: up to Les Sneed. Like he's the one that's gonna take the fall or gonna be the guy that gets all the credit. I mean, McVeigh will obviously get credit, but if it goes bad and this doesn't work. It's going to be tough for the, tough for the GM, Les
0: Snead, I guess, to, to come back from this. If this doesn't work, okay, I would assume Les Snead and McVay will be gone, and we'll talk about how they are in a similar situation as the Houston Texans, and they'll figure it out somehow. Hey, but, but McVay's on, get, so. what's
2: that? I hate to cut you off, but what, what does not work out mean? Like, are you saying if they don't win the Super Bowl in the
0: next two years, it doesn't work out? That means it's a failed trade? I think they, I think so. I think they have to have a, an appearance – I think they have to have an appearance, right? I think that is how they'll now granted, Matthew Stafford, I don't think it's a failed trade. I think it's a good trade. No matter what, oh, good yeah. for Matthew Stafford. Yep. But I think they have to make an appearance, right, in the championship and in the Super Bowl. But if they don't do that and they both get fired, Sneed and McVeigh, McVeigh will get twenty million a year called Monday Night Football tomorrow he mm-hmm. if he wants it. You know what I
2: mean? It- three-man booth who I don't know who the play-by-play guy should be but then Peyton and Sean McVay <laughs> in the booth together that's a three-man booth I think would be great <sighs> probably do very
0: well if I had to get yeah. that. And
2: need already kind of messed up with the cooks girly and golf contracts right so even if this doesn't work out is he really going to be out of a job
0: yeah the guy the guy seems to not do a lot of things that you have to do right good yeah
2: <laughs> outside
1: of Aaron Donald too I think he's missed like big time on a lot of those draft picks but, but, which is but, why they're
0: just Fucking trading them away. Bingo. We can't draft any. We can't scout anyone. We know the NFL a lot better, don't we? And in college, fuck. We're only out here in L.A. Who wants the traffic? Who wants to fly everywhere? We don't want to do that, right? We just want to we'll watch film. We'll see who we like, and then we'll just we'll give them whatever they need to get that. I mean, I love it. I'm a big fan of what's that Nick?
6: Well, the Lions just hired their uh, director, new GM yeah. as the
1: was the player personnel director in uh,
0: the college uh, scouter. Couch, yeah, yeah, the director of college scouting mm-hmm. was the, is now the GM. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh. By the way, that's why the two firsts are yep. a big deal. Mm-hmm. This guy knows yeah. the yeah. future. Two first on the back half of the first round. Late, hopefully. That would be a successful run for Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, I mean, we just got two new tight ends. That's what I see. <laughs> also, not enough people talking about how the Lions weren't scumbags in this thing. Stafford wanted to go to L.A., and we said, you know what? You've done enough for us, so we'll grant your wish. Here you go. You go to L.A. Oh, you, you, thats oh. he said oh. anywhere yeah. but New England. Yeah, We wanted to go to L.A., though. You know, we, we didn't handle the Barry Sanders situation well. We didn't handle the Calvin Johnson situation well. So, Stafford, we did it right. Dan silly that's I did not say that. No. Mm-mm. Well,
2: hold on. They, they did it right, though, because they got – Way offered way more from them than no. anybody else, right? No, best no, 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 It's not no,
0: about that. No. It's all about the mindset, yeah. right? Because yeah. yeah. I guess Matthew already has a house in Los Angeles that yeah, is being reported. Sure it does. Next to Kershaw. Best friend. Best yeah, friend. Of course,
2: he wanted to go there. We know he wanted to play there, of course. But the Lions. Play the Colts. You think if the Rams would have offered, hey, <laughs> oh. we'll give you two-thirds in two years from now, they would have given him up? Hey,
0: you never know, AJ. They've, oh, they would have done the right thing. They would have done the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> <Fox, yeah. laughs> I uh, kinda of debunks your entire bullshit theory you just hooked <laughs> up over there. Um AJ and I sharpened our axes against each other last night. Oh, wow. how'd it go? We played we played pretty good games. Pretty good games. Did Carl win one? Carl won one. What? Damn.
4: Wow.
0: He did. He did. That was working. I snuck on one this. in. Were you just <laughs>
2: Were you just <laughs> messing around or No,
0: no, no. AJ got the hang of it a little bit yesterday. He started sweating, played in his kitchen instead of his basement. There was a little oh, bit more nice. room, it well, felt like. They were
2: fixing the drywall. Ain't that's that right? What? AJ, you're getting better.
0: You're getting good at the game. Yeah, it was fun,
2: man. It was fun uh, battling you. And then all of a sudden, towards the end, I realized, like, yep, I'm at the point of diminishing returns. I'm going to check out.
0: <laughs> Which, by the way, hold the line. <laughs> yeah. Hold. Hold. Hold Hold the line. Hold. Hold line.
4: Hold line.
0: Hold. How's that all going? I think everybody's losing their money mightily. Yeah. Crumbling. I, believe, oh. I I do believe Dogecoin's oh. still going to the moon, but yep. uh, Billy has not been peacocking as much as he once yeah. was <laughs> no. around. But I will say I am proud of everybody that was involved. Yeah. Right old boys. I don't know how it's all going to work out. I don't know if any of you made any money or anything like that, but whenever you had to take a stand, whether it was money or your moral obligation to something, a lot of people chose the moral obligation that they probably could have just bought if they would have cashed out when they had the money, but still held the line yeah. whenever a lot of people didn't. So I respect a lot of those people, but they, I do believe a lot of people lost a lot of money. Yeah.
2: Seems like it. Yeah, you're going back to during your- But life. hold the line. Hold the line. line. Hold it. Sorry, AJ. It just, for some reason, it just popped in my head when I was right before the show, they are playing a little, your little Oculus stream event you did and when Ty- I guess you were playing Billy, and Ty says, oh, oh Billy's got too much semen caked in his controller. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, it's real. Was, it's, oh, yeah. Dude,
0: AJ, Bill got it. That was an hour and 58-minute stream. Bill got it for what? 78 minutes. Oh, I mean, no. 78 minutes. It was unbelievable. Probably,
2: yeah.
0: It was rude. You guys, you guys,
2: I mean, you don't understand what you're messing with. You guys better back off.
5: What
4: are you
2: talking about? have a great relationship. Yeah, I agree. By yeah.
1: the way. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Ty had to send, like, I apologize.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Bill, just joshing, dude. If he cuts
0: your throat, (laughs) he cuts your throat,
2: you know? Oh, who are you? Me, I'm talking about, hey, if I look up and I see Bill with his mask on and his knives out, (laughs) hey, it was a good run. I appreciate everything you guys did for me.
0: Yesterday, it was the suicide by cop, right? No, no. (laughs) I said final stand. I mean, Jesus Christ. I said final stand. That situation was brought up by A.J. Oh yeah, I forgot he was a part of that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, AJ, that was partly on you. Let's go to Sean oh. in Canada. What's going on, Sean? What's up,
7: boys? AJ? Pat,
0: Just, hey, hey, pal. Hey. Gumpy. He said, Hey, pal. What it's, part of Canada hey. are you in over there, Sean? I'm
7: in Ontario. I'm near uh near Toronto.
3: Oh. oh. Beautiful up there.
0: Uh, oh it it really, oh. Gumpy. That's not what Gumpy says, by the way. He hates <laughs> Toronto, but that's not your fault, Sean. I assume you're a part of the good reason that Gumpy kind of likes other areas around Toronto. Mm-hmm. Ain't that right, Gumpy?
8: Absolutely, my
3: friend.
0: Gumpy hates Toronto, <laughs> yeah. though. I've never Gumpy, where
8: are you hates- from? He's Victoria, British Columbia.
0: Oh, that's my second home.
8: That's oh. beautiful out there. Oh. That's quite oh. well for himself.
0: It's beautiful out there, isn't it? It is gorgeous. Not better about Toronto?
3: You're trolling for trim out there. Gee. <laughs> stolen for everything out there. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what I've heard, by the way. Yeah. I have heard about that
0: area over there. What do you want to talk about, Sean?
7: Uh, big Bucks fan uh, up here in Ontario. And uh, since Brady's got one year left on his contract and he thinks he can play for another three years maybe, potentially, we need to look for his predecessor.
0: What are uh, you doing, oh, Sean? Oh, Sean? We just talked about it. Sean, I agree with what you're saying, but we want to let you know that there's a new quarterback coming out every single year, new big one coming out free agency. If you want, well, and when he's done, you think BA's is also probably going to call it? We probably need a new coach too. Go yeah. ahead and hire, um, go ahead, Mike Pops Adams. There you Ooh. go, Chicago Ooh. Bears. Maybe hire AJ Hawk. Maybe oh, maybe God. Anthony Schlegel. Hire oh. D.C. will probably be up by
2: then. You uh, think in two years, three years? Yeah, after they go two and 15, tw- two years in a row. Yeah, Wow. It might, wow. It, it wow. It might force them out. Oh, Holy shit. Look, look what we just talked about. They got the director of college scouting from the Rams who haven't had a good pick in, I don't know, a few years, right? He's
0: their GM. Yeah, but the MCDC non-kneecaps. Yeah. Wow. Goff Jared Goff doesn't strike me as a kneecap kind of guy. Yeah, he does seem like he would be more of a filet type guy. Yeah, Calamari. Very good, by the way. Is it, do we know? Tyler Murray?
2: Pat, did someone make an announcement to that we're moving to 17-game seasons to Connor?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's – by the way, we've had to start doing that whenever we start calculating for things. We do believe it's going to be a 17-game season next year <laughs> or the year after that or whatever. So every time we talk about it, it actually makes us feel like we're much smarter than other people who potentially try to correct us on the internet. And they're like, ah, too many games or whatever. It's like, oh, whoa, whoa, oh, 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 so oh. I Actually, look for it, pal. <laughs> look, Look it up. How is there not an extra bye week there? You think how the players let that happen without an extra bye week? You are anti extra bye week, aren't you?
2: Yeah, I am. I would not want to extend the season if you're going to extend, have more games. I would. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of adding bye game bye weeks. I think they. They. I don't know. You first off, if you're hurt, an extra six days is not going to make you healthy. It can make okay. you feel a little bit better if you have a little bit nagging hamstring or ankle, roll with your ankle or whatever but either way like you can play through that most likely and those six days aren't gonna just make yeah, a giant off. leap for you but imagine week four all the way through week 18 oh. like that is Bro, you know that's football man that's like when I, when you were in college they have bye weeks hey. now, now hey
0: hey the football is the football, dude. <laughs> yeah. Bro, football dude.
2: i understand like health and safety and all that and i no, agree no, you no. do Bi-weeks are good for, for teams. They, sometimes you're really banged up, yes. But whenever you, whenever you start to play any sport as a kid, you play because you're like, I want to get to the games. Let's go play games. And I felt like that my whole life, even when I was older. Like, hey, no, I don't want to have 12 days of practice in between this. Like, no, we're not going back to training camp. Let's just keep this thing rolling. All right, I respect that. Did you think that 17 games was ever going to get passed? I don't care. Probably, yeah. Well, <laughs> like with the money it, with the tv deals for we sure. know that's what it's about so yeah should, I, i'm a fan of it passing because then there's more football for us to watch
0: okay bingo me too by the way yeah. i'm very, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. and I, I was very pro like hey more football is good for everybody but i yeah. mm-hmm. an extra week or two let's go ahead and have okay. it and we it's yeah.
2: You gotta pay them though on top you gotta pay them on top of that. You can't just spread their their <laughs> checks out one more week. Oh yeah, it has
0: to just match a game check, one more game check, but then the salary cap's going down. <laughs> How oh, oh, oh. shit. How's that gonna be accounted for? That's why they're coming out and saying guarantees will be guarantees no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, but also extra game you're playing same. Mine you not have get to start for paying Dodgecoin. Play more, pay same. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Play more, pay same. Deal? You got a deal? <laughs> No COVID. Let's get to Lucas in Denver. What's going on, Lucas? Because the spit.
1: Yeah. Oh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> vitamins out here. How you doing, Pat?
0: Hey, uh, doing the same damn thing over here, Lucas. Uh, what do you want to talk about, pal?
1: So with the Oculus, you've convinced me to get one. I'm wondering about the motion sickness, how long it took you to get to where you could play about two hours a day. And also one more question for AJ. I want to know, Why is no one showing any luck to Shaquille Barrett? He's going to go off in the Super Bowl.
0: Okay, Lucas. We talked about Shaquille Barrett right now, plus 5,000 for Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, plus 10,000 to win MVP uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line uh, banged up. You know, they are banged up. They had a torn Achilles there in the AFC Championship game. Not that it matters because the offense can do what it can do. But Jason Pierre-Paul has been a problem for some teams. Uh, look for him to potentially do that in the Super Bowl. And if he gets, I you don't know, three sacks or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a strip, ooh, there's ooh. a chance that's a that's $10,000 yeah. bet that you should just think about poking around in on on FanDuel. Shaquille Barrett, uh, Shaquille Barrett is an absolute baller. He's at 5000 He does make a lot of plays out there, AJ.
2: Yeah, he and he and Pierre Paul. I mean, the NFC Championship game, they wouldn't have won if those guys didn't hit five combined sacks, I believe, and mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. I think they, how those guys on opposite edges, I talk about all the time, like being complementary pass rushers. Like I think they work beautifully together. They're both so explosive too. And you know, Pierre Paul, like a guy that's that big and he's that long, like you should not be able to move like he does. But the guy can still do it. He's been doing it forever. Yeah, he's incredibly.
0: Remember his hand? We, yeah. Everyone forgets about the fireworks. Mm-hmm. No. no, these guys. Nobody didn't, forgets. Obviously, yeah, the fire fire. obviously, the toxic table did not. While you were come talking there, they were on. just making hand signals that uh-huh. were. It's the of hand. Oh, okay. dude!
2: Yeah, no, 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 I the club on it, does All right. Light.
0: He's got the custom glove.
1: All <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought come he played on. with the club. By the way, that could have been me. So many
0: That could have been me numerous times. By the way, Indiana has very relaxed firework laws. Pennsylvania had very strict fireworks mm-hmm. laws so growing up people would have to drive to Ohio they were like the hero of the neighborhood they would come back embezzling fireworks and then he put it off on 4th of July. it was always like the coolest thing ever for me you come to Indiana I have a shit ton of money now all of a sudden and access yeah. to it that first 4th of July I bought Ooh. the entire store <laughs> I bought the entire store because they have like pop-up stores where these people, they pay a certain amount for all their fireworks. They rent out just like the Halloween costume Mm -hmm. stores. And then they sell it in there. I bought the entire store and boy, I learned some nice tricks with those fireworks. You can light the big bombs on fire, the ones that actually blow up Mm -hmm. and you can hold it. Hold, Hold,
4: hold,
0: and then you throw it into a pond and if you time it properly, it'll blow up in the pond and it's like this beautiful, like, uh, like crescendo of of sparkles over the the, fountain.
1: It's awesome.
0: It is incredible. And once you do it one time, you kind of should not do that, though. And I think I thank Jason Pierre-Paul for that. The next time I was thinking about hucking it into the old neighbor's pond there, you know, (laughs) to kind of get a show for myself. Mm -hmm. As soon as I went to light, I was like, that, you know.
2: Need these.
0: Can't do it. Mm
2: -hmm. Could happen to anybody. When Pierre-Paul did it, it made me... Run back in my brain the numerous and numerous times that I've almost blown my hand off my. Oh.
0: Car.
2: I should what? probably just take a pass on fireworks from now on.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where I was I was in them heavy there for a bit because yeah. it was available you know uh, you're talking about the uh, uh, Roman candle Roman candle fights <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was uh, we had my brother and I Jay were you there? Were you a part of the Roman candle fight?
3: You burnt my jersey, the one. Allegedly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Sprinting around the house with this Roman candle thing outside. Like the neighbors had to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Me and my brother are chasing each other. Boom. Come on. Come on. Boom. Ah. The whole thing. Yeah. I got this one heavy, heavy one. Ooh. Had like a 100 in it. And that thing was going... You know what I mean? That gun. was always fun. Whenever you you start a Roman and candle, where everybody gets five. All right, here we go. Everybody gets five. Get your own, and then I walk right back into the garage and grab the fucking <laughs> Gatling gun. Brr, brr, brr. It's five together. It's five together. Yeah. It, was, it was always good, and then a the whole fire starts. Yeah, so I was always big. I was in the Jason Pierre Paul changed the trajectory mm-hmm. probably of my, and I enjoyed the hell. out. I would hold him. I mean, the thing. I mean, it, a lot of it, and I won't do it no more. No. You know. And yeah. it, by the way. Shout out to him. Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. saved a lot of people Top. from doing that. Yeah. You, you should it. not do it. And he's still an incredible football player. Mm-hmm. You got an Oculus Olympics career to think about now. You need these things. Yeah, oh. an old buddy said, and by the way, they have Velcro thing, though. I think it could have. Oh, really? It's almost like Avatar now that I think about it. Uh, yeah, I think you're good. Whoa. There's a couple games where you look down and you see your hands. Imagine if you're somebody with no hands, you put on the Oculus thing, and all of a sudden oh, you got to. Oh, my it's yes! probably, God. It's probably Jacob Sully in the Avatar thing. I got my legs back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good for them. Look that look would these be hands. awesome. <laughs> And that guy said, how long does it take to get past the motion sickness? I, it depends on what game. I can't play some of the games still. I played for two hours the other day uh, ping pong. I had the worst headache I've ever had in my entire life. Night. So I'm not sure yes. I'm at the state where I could tell you how to not potentially feel affected by it. I just, I just hope that the body reacts. I just hope the body reacts at this point.
2: Don't you think it, it probably depends on which game you're playing? I've only played the ping pong and boxing, and I am, I have the weakest – Baby stomach ever Where if I'm in a If I'm in a car And I look down at my phone I'm I'm gonna be puking Like I get car sick I get sick oh, all wow. the time On planes Blue And I'm actually I've never played For two hours straight But I can I'm fine playing <laughs>
0: You haven't played Any of those other games Where It's like two thirty, three a.m. You're a little bit twisted You know And you have to Put your foot on the ground to hopefully, you know, rebase yourself. You haven't played any of those games that have caused you to do that yet because there's this roller coaster game where you're supposed to have a gun oh. and you're supposed to shoot and everything like Jeez. that. And I'm riding this thing and, it, and it, actually says, <laughs> it actually says on the cart in the thing, it's like, if feeling sick, stare here. And it's like a target or whatever to take your attention away. And you look at it, but then the roller coaster is going up this massive hill. It's like, well, I got to look. And then you go uh, and it was jumping and twisting and I had to I did the whole I had to take it off and I put it down and I went and laid down. That was like a thirty second little burst there where I thought I was gonna vomit all over my house. But the ping pong and the fighting, I never experienced that. I never experienced that in there. Unless you have it on, I guess, for two hours straight, then it's a little bit of a problem. Mhm. I think about assuming when you storm the beaches of Normandy in that game as well, oh, you probably get yeah. a little bit,
2: yeah, a little bit sick. Yeah,
0: there's a football game Nick introduced me to that's oh, awesome. You can yeah. draw it, plays and throw it, and I didn't get sick playing that either. It's awesome. I
2: gotta I'm still exploring. I'm trying to see what else is
0: out there that I might like. This is all so much free ads for them. I <laughs> so Man. can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show. We told you it was going to be a good conversation.
1: I mean, it was packed to the gills today.
0: I'm a big fan of these guys coming in and chatting with us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Good conversation. They they let loose a little bit. They relax a little bit. Start Yada, yada, yada. Nothing better than Super Bowl week. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Super Bowl. I mean, I can't wait, but it is the sign of an end. It is. You're right. So we both have to celebrate that it is happening on time. And also remember that we cannot let any of these moments pass us by because the season is over in less than... Less than five Listen. days. Yeah. Now's not the time to think about that. We'll no. think about that when that time comes. Mm-hmm. About a week from now. Let's keep this thing going. Hell yeah. All right. Be a friend, tell a friend. Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow with a massive show. A
1: lot of guests tomorrow.
0: Massive show. Can't wait for that. Please be a friend, tell a friend. We'll see you around.